sick. Damn, your dad cheated on your mom and your whole fucking family's breaking up for it? Fuck yeah, Fuck dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Sick. sick. <laughs> we're back, baby. What's up, everybody? It's another week of nerds. We're nerds, and we're here to talk about your weekly dose of nerd shit. I'm Jester954, here with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron, Jean-Claude Van Damme Mueller, and everybody's favorite camping Viking, James. Hola. Hola, hola. We're here to talk about nerd shit. Nothing super big going on this week, but... Uh, some things. Aaron and I went and saw Smile this weekend, so we'll review that. Smile, we got to see if I don't catch up on. Anyone know what movie that's from? Smile, bitch. Smile, you son of a bitch. Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't remember many things. That's what uh, the sheriff says to Jaws when he shoots the fucking ah. canister in her mouth. Mm. I, Jaws has a name. Right? He had to go to film school to. Yes, that. you must love Jaws. Jaws Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, but we're back. Bro. We, Dude, if that shark could do what Jean Claude could do, <laughs> fucking, yeah. we're all over. <laughs> Actually, so, oh, fuck it. I'm going to hit it now. It's been. Because I'm going to talk a little bit here about what I've been doing, and I might as well. Uh, I was just watching Cobra Kai. I've been trying to catch up a little bit. I'm on episode nine of season four so i'm almost done with the fourth season um it was one of those things like i don't know why it's not like i didn't want to watch it i just never put it on and then the other day i was like working but i was like i can definitely listen and watch that you know like i can have it on in the background it's not like i have to have my full attention on it um right and man it's fucking it was so good it's so funny there i (laughs) But they watch, really? yeah, they watch Bloodsport in it, which is great because you know it's oh, that's fun. It's nostalgia bait for old dudes like us, you know. Like Bloodsport yeah. is right. a like paramount film in my life. Like when I was a child, yeah, Bloodsport and yeah. Kickboxer yep. are like among the like most important films for any man in his, <laughs> I'd say, mid to late thirties yeah. up to like fifties. Yeah, like it, that movie is fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> it is, dude. It's great. Bloodsport yeah. and Kick. It's weird because Bloodsport and Kickboxer are kind of the same movie. They kind of are. They're pretty much the same movie. Uh, I actually believe that Peter Herzog, I think it's Peter Herzog, does the soundtrack. And I forgot the story, so I can't. I can't even paraphrase it. I'm pretty sure, like, they're the they were made in close proximity, and they're kind of the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Bloodsport's better though. It has a little bit of the uh the like classic eighties movie trope of like forbidden fighting tournament or you know like Yeah, the ku- the Kumite. Yeah. Kumite. You know fucking uh Rogan tells a story about the guy who that's about. Oh god, what is his name? He has a stupid name. The, that movie's about a guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like who, based on a who's true a story. complete fraud. Yeah, yeah. Like this dude's a complete fraud and would be and like would tell people he's going into a kumite to fight. He like had he like he would tell people that he fights in these tournaments. And like one time he had like a friend like, I'm going to this forbidden kumite in the middle of the woods tournament. I need you to drop me off. So he had a friend like drop him off on the perimeter of these woods with nothing but like a big ass duffel bag. 
the size of a giant trophy. And then when the guy picked him up a couple of days later at the edge of the woods, he didn't have his duffel bag anymore, but he had a giant trophy <laughs> that was the size of the duffel bag. <laughs> so he just kind of went out there with a the trophy and a duffel bag, slept in the woods for two days, and then came back and was like, I fought in a tournament. Didn't, um, didn't get hit once because I'm so good. Was his name Frank Dukes? Yeah, something like that. Well, that's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy in the movie. But in, yeah, in real life, it's it's apparently this dude, he was a complete, utter, just fraudster. Well, so they are watching it in the drive-in, which is great. Uh, and it is Paul Herzog that did the music. Um, yeah. Uh, Frank Dukes. <laughs> I love it's always U.S. soldier <laughs> Frank Dukes. And then he's like, I am Frank Dukes. <laughs> he has like the craziest <laughs> accent. like, all right, bud. All right, guy. Come on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But... Um, <clears throat> It, it was just, yeah, it's been really good. I'm excited to start the next one, but I will have to agree with James here. Fucking Danny LaRusso's kids are the fucking worst. Like, the Dude, daughter is... His daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they do a good thing, though. Like, they do this every season. It's like people's roles kind of switch places, but it makes sense in ways, right? Because, like, season four, she's, like, becoming evil girl because that girl Tori fucked her ass up and used, like, spike brass knuckles and clawed her feet. You know, like, yeah, right. <laughs> it was traumatic. You know what I mean? Like, she attacked her in her house, so I get that. It's it's funny because then Tori's, like, be, trying to become kind not good, but she's trying to be better because, you know, she's going to lose her brother and all this shit. It's just they do right. that a lot. Like, everybody's roles flip back and forth. Um, but I do like that uh, it focuses on Johnny Cobra Kai, man. Like yeah, it has Daniel, it, really it has Daniel Russo in it, and you know he's a big part of it. But it really is Johnny Cobra Kai's fucking show, and they do all these cameos. Like all the people come back. It's <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. It is as cheesy as you'd think, but it is very fun. And something yeah, had me fucking I'm laughing. On, I can't remember like, what. It still blows my mind that you like it. I know it. Sh- it shouldn't. Mind. It shouldn't work for me. <laughs> But it does. And that's why, I think, because they are, they know what they're making. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. it's not the bad version of this where they, like, do all the nostalgia bait shit and it just feels hollow, you know? So yeah, I'm really true. liking it. They talked about Bloodsport. They showed the best scene where Van Damme does the split <laughs> and hits the sumo guy in the nuts. Uh, and, yeah, it was very cool. Um, nice. Other than that... I started Steel Rising New Game Plus. They fucking I mentioned it last week and then I got on Steam and there was like a patch and the patch notes were like, Hey, we're putting New Game Plus in on the 29th. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. So I went in and brought my character to New Game Plus and I lost um you lose your um your like movement skills. So you don't have your like grappling hook and your air dash okay. and all that stuff. Yeah. But you have all your weapons and your stats. And they added uh, new armor and so new armors for sure and new weapons within a weapon type so there'll probably be more yeah. sword and foil which is nice because there's not enough there's only two or three of the ones that you guys really like yeah. Um, yeah there's the regular one with the tornado spin the one with the parry and then there was like a fire and ice one that yeah. i saw um and it also um, lets you upgrade your fucking weapons further, which is nice because I maxed my two favorite out and I was like, let me go look. And it fucking lets you do it. And it's they upgrade along the same path. 
so you don't need more of the crazy upgrade material. So it's like you can go to plus six with the basic upgrade material, like what plus one to two. You know what I mean? So yeah. it like restarts that, which is very cool. Um, oh, so that's good. I'm gonna keep playing through it. It's uh, I love that game. I really do. Um, you gonna play it again? Yeah, playing through New Game Plus, baby. <laughs> um, I still have to go back and beat it. But I also played some uh, Xenoblade Three. I'm like putting like an hour in here and there, trying to get through it. I I love it, but Odyssey has stolen me completely. I can't fucking stop. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, man. Same here. Uh, I, it's the only thing I'm, I'm like i've only been playing for a little over a week and i'm 50 hours in yeah i'm at 19 hours ish and that's a lot for me to put in a week you know because like i'm yeah. doing all kinds of dumb shit yesterday i recorded not safe safe space and uh the whole time it was a long episode because we had to restart a bunch of times because one of my co-hosts was in um she's on you know works on tours and so she's on hotel wi-fi and that shit was trash and so it kept like she was oh, hosting man. it so then i had to take over and they use this thing called Riverside FM. We we switched to it now. So I didn't have to set up the mix or anything. It mixes it all down for you. But it's like a video one. So it does video and audio. But it records everybody's audio tracks locally, which is nice. So, like, it doesn't have any lag on my end if you guys lag. or You know what I mean? It records our individual audio tracks. And then it mixes it all down. But I think it does video no matter what. So there's got to be an option for it because that would be a great replacement once the mixer dies. And then because we all have decent mics, you know, we can all just do this online. (laughs) There's no need to buy equipment. Yeah, I need to also learn how to like set up just small little renegade recordings so I can do a little bonus episodes and shit with Seth and stuff every now and then. Yeah, and if we ever wanted to do live episodes and allow listeners to come in, you just send a link out, and then they can join your room, and then I think you can like make you know like we can make one for guests or whatever. So we when we do that, nice. like so people can't just jump in whenever. But so yeah, um, that's it. We'll talk Odyssey now. I'll I'll jump in on yours. <laughs> uh yeah, man. I'm just continuing to play Odyssey. It's so good. It's just, it's, I don't know, man. It's just so fucking good. It's, I, I never gave Assassin's Creed enough credit. Like, Valhalla is gorgeous, too. So I'm not saying this, like, take away yeah. not, It's just, I didn't realize, like, before Valhalla, how good these games looked. I just thought of Assassin's Creed as kind of a bullshit franchise because it's Ubisoft. You know what I mean? And, yeah. I and I also, knew... the masses kind of have been saying that since the first game. Yeah. Because the first game really does fall, unfortunately, to there's like four things you do. You either assassinate, follow, um, sneak. Like, there's only like a few like little things you can do, like pickpocket, follow, assassinate, eavesdrop. And every mission is one of those four things. And you do that for like 20 hours and it, yeah. it's kind of, it kind of sucks. And the second game they did fix it and they start branching out, but it is a little shallow. But, uh, the one thing that they have had is great stories. The first one set up the franchise, which is cool. But the second game, like the second is a trilogy. So two brotherhood and revelations, those three are amazing. Like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna play the Ezio collection after this, um, or maybe sometime next year, because uh, God of War is gonna come out and there's a bunch of shits about to drop. But um, they're great. But they did fall into that thing where, especially people who did not play them, 
we're just telling each other, yeah, yeah, that branch, that, those games are bad. Those games are bad. And it's like, and I fell into that too. Well, I think because... for me, what I'm, my problem was is I saw the like buying skins in a single player game and like boosts and all that. And that stuff does bother me, but it is the least offensive in this game because you don't need it in any way. Like I was tempted yeah. for the XP booster, but then I was like, the game scales, so it doesn't really matter what level I am. You know what I mean? Like, there's some things that yeah. are ultra high level above me, but like, I'm in no rush. So, but it is yeah. fucking gorgeous. Like, the water is some of the best water I've ever seen in a game. Like, yeah, the water's pretty good. I when was thinking you're, that, like, when, when you walk over a puddle, it, it's pretty badass. When you're like in the ocean, it's insane. When you're closer to like a rock face, the little wave that crashes is kind of lame. Like, it doesn't look great, but. The water itself is fucking wild. Like, it looks really yeah. good. It's just those little bits. But, yeah, there's, it's just really good looking. And, like, the character model is very emotive. Um, there is some jank. Like, every every once in a while when it cuts to my character, his hair will flop. Like, you know, games always do. Even, like, yeah. Horizon, which is gorgeous, did that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, that's not exclusive to this. But it, it, I just noticed it, and I was like, yeah, that's kind of annoying. That's, like, some something they could have cleaned up. But... It's fucking massive. The writing in the quest is actually really good. Like even the little ones are like the, if you pay attention, they're pretty good. Like they're they're pretty well written. Mm-hmm. Um and some of them are great, you know what I mean? It just depends. Like cuz there's like the little contract missions and whatever. Some of those are just like these guys took my money. Go kill them and you're like, "All right, whatever," you know, and that's fine. But usually they give you even in that like a paragraph or two of their story and it's decent, you know? Yeah, there's a lot. Like even those, there's got to be at least a hundred or more of those tiny quests, and there's still like specific dialogue and camera cuts. Like that's another thing that this, when they jumped to, I, I don't know if Origin had it, or if this one brought it first or that one did, but camera cuts while in conversation, instead of just like the two characters are talking and then you have your static camera that you can move. Like in this one. When your character's talking, it's got an over-the-shoulder cam of the person they're talking to, like, looking at them. And then when the other person talk, camera cuts. So you're, it's like you're watching, like, a show or a movie. Like, it's – the camera, is the camera like, cuts and directs uh, to different shots and stuff mid-conversation, even on simple quest stuff, instead of your characters just standing in front of each other like idiots. Um, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's, it's fucking great, man. And the story is what – like I'm engaged in the story pretty much continually, which is great. Like I know what's going on with the with the sibling and the mom and the dad and then finding out who the real dad is and that's fucking wild. And it's just great, man. Like I'm enjoying it. I'm still not burnt out on it. I'm still having a great time. I'm I'm planning on going into like at least turning on Valhalla for a little bit in a couple of days to start one of the DLCs because they usually put a good amount of effort and money into DLCs, especially major expansions. Um, I will say the, I looked up Valhalla's DLCs and everyone says the first one's kind of shit and the rest are pretty good and some are great. Like it's like the first one was like meh, you know, it's kind of short and dumb and like this, the kind of the same as the rest of the game. And then the other ones are all, they get better in quality. Yeah, I would imagine that the Druid one is cool, and the French one probably sucks. 
I would imagine. I don't know though, because I did. And in this one, stumble into that. In this one, I believe it's the opposite. I believe people said the blade, the first blade one, is good, but it's not necessarily the best. The Atlantis is the first one, and that one's supposedly amazing. Like, yeah, that's kind of like what happened in Origin. Is the first DLC was like a similar thing. It was like origins of the society and it was just like people in politics and then the second one was like fantasy shit yeah like in the second one for origin like you go into like like the afterlife or some shit you fight giant scorpions and shit like that and in this one spoilers the fucking second one you literally go to atlantis and there's like sea creatures flying through the air and shit so i still don't know what you're gonna fight though valhalla was my first assassin's creed so i really thought it was gonna be this like hard Yeah, hard historical, <laughs> like, you know, game. And then I'm like, well, no, I'm visiting the gods and shit, fighting fucking, <laughs> you know, ice giants. And I was like, but maybe that's like, well, because they had it like you're tripping on mushrooms when you do it. So I'm like, all right, I guess yeah, that's explained. But in this, like, there's just straight up fantasy shit. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, it's. I think that's what people were like kind of complaining about with Valhalla is they kind of expected that to be in there, like more of the like Viking lore, Mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, fantasy. But half the game is, though, half the game is the fucking Odin shit. I just think that it it makes it seem like it's not, but it's got two major campaigns. You have the whole Jotunheim or no, wait, Midgar and then Jotunheim or something. No, not Midgar. You're in Midgar. Whatever, there's two different parts to the Odin shit. I think it's because it's more separate in that. That's why. I think that's like what James is describing is people probably felt like I felt where it's like, well, that's just two separate worlds. Like in this, like you're just Alex, you know, Alexis or Cassandra and there's a fucking Cyclops. There's I seen a Sphinx in your stream and I was like, oh, shit. And like (laughs) I do wild shit. I haven't done any of that stuff, but like. You know, I've already seen fan like I was in a like a cave and there was like a fucking something smashing around and it was like, I don't want to see what that is and I'm like, I know that's some kind of giant shit I, and I didn't see it yeah. yet but I know I'm gonna have to go back and yeah, I wonder what that is. I didn't, I haven't found that cave yet. Um, I did find. Oh, I don't want to tell you, but I I did find another mythical thing the other day. I'm gonna tell you. It was this. I found a fucking. Sphinx. Yeah, no, I, that's what I was saying. I awesome. saw that on stream, and it was fucking cool looking. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I was bummed you can't fight it though. Yeah, but it's yeah. kind of cool though. It like it quizzes you. Like it's like you have to answer my riddles, and if not, I'll kill you. And if you answer the riddle wrong, she fucking ice murks you with a giant laser beam. <laughs> but um, and if you get it right, like you rip the thing out of the back of her head. It's pretty cool. You rip like a giant like sphere out of her head but um yeah i want to try valhalla again and see one of the dlcs just to see because like i feel this game is make is, is just so enjoyable and like awesome like and i i do get some of it i mean i think the other day you said like like they fucked up a little bit with avor like they made avor kind of boring compared to like how enjoyable these characters are and the writing is just so much more fun and um and i guess also just for me like the greek stuff is just awesome like since i was a kid i was always obsessed with like greek mythology like i love that gorgons and cyclops and minotaur and shit like that so the setting itself obviously and the look of it like you know greece is a beautiful place and also the music and the accents and the clothing so i think just overall it's a better fit for me um and it's just 
I like it's both. Just awesome. I like both because I like all kinds of fantasy shit, right? I think, yeah, I think Eivor, I think Viking and this specific Viking story was a little darker. You know, there's a lot, like, it's it's more dour. This is like Greece, and Greece didn't, those people don't give a fuck, dude. They were fucking and drinking and part. you know what I mean? Like, they'd be killing each other, but also, like, you know, partying. So I feel like it, it benefits from that. But, yeah, I am, and everyone hates on Alexis' voice actor. I don't think he's bad at all. He's a dude with a Greek know. accent, and I don't. It doesn't. I, I don't know if maybe it's because when he's the villain, he's more annoying. Like that might be because I've not seen any of him in your campaign. I've only seen him as oh. my guy, and he's jokey and fun. You know, he's just regular. So I think yeah. a lot of people played as Cassandra, and his voice acting as the villain probably sucks balls. Well, as the villain, especially because I, I mean, I looked up some of his regular voice acting, and but especially as the villain. The actor is like really overdoing it. Like he's really like overselling the voice. Like he's, it's like, it's like, dude, you're just having a regular conversation. Like relax. Like you don't have to like, like, I don't know. Uh, And also it's just the fact that her voice actor is just so good. And originally it was just her. So I'm pretty sure they probably put more resources into making her performance uh like canon and better and his character was like an afterthought kind of i do uh, like ubisoft was like we can't have a girl i do like that in in uh in valhalla you can switch back and forth at will i like that a lot yeah that was cool you can just like interchange them because i was thinking like oh i kind of wish i could sometimes switch around to see the armor on a different setting too yeah, that's what I played it on random, but it oh, just really? kept him as a dude. I I kept I put it on random, and he was just a dude the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but, fuck yeah, um, dude, sick. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> but as it should. But yeah, and then uh, and then coincidentally, I'm listening to fucking sacred symbols, and fucking Chris Reagan's talking, and he just randomly started playing this game out of nowhere. And then I look online and we see like a lot of people are just starting this game. Like, I don't know what it is, but a lot of people just started playing this again. And I don't know. It just seems like it just came out on Game Pass. Oh, that's probably why. And um, also, it's been great for your streams. Like, I've noticed you've been getting oh, a yeah, lot man. of people. Like, I'm, 88 I'm, people last time in and out. You know, that's your total viewers. But like, that's a big jump for us. It's, yeah, you know, you're I've sitting usually over 10. 10 yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun, man. I'm fucking loving it. I'm going to keep going. Um, it's just, it's really big. So I'm trying not to do all the side quests and shit. But, um, but yeah, so Assassin's Creed Odyssey is awesome. I'm continuing to play that. Come over to Twitch and watch us play twitch.tv slash podcast. Hit the damn link tree. Buy a t-shirt with my cartoon face on it. Give us a follow. Masturbate you know, with the with a face on his on the shirt. Um, Come, yeah. make cummies all over. It. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, other than that, also I did watch Goodnight Mommy, the U.S. remake. I, I don't never... understand why they need to remake this movie. It came out like five years ago. Yeah, or some shit. Like Goodnight Mommy. I don't know where it was made. Somewhere in fucking Europe or New Zealand or some shit. Um. But Did good you night, find mommy. Desiring disturbed after watching it. Desiring disturbed. No, mommy, don't do it again. Oh. <laughs> um, no, no. Uh, so yeah, the, the good night, mommy was. I don't know where, it, where the original was from. If Aaron, if you look it up, 
I will. Uh, but um, it's like two. It's basically like there's two twin boys who are like I don't know, maybe ten years old, and their dad drops them off at their mother's, and their mom just had a surgery on her face, so her face is wrapped up, and she's acting weird. So they're like, uh oh, mom's acting weird. Um, they're like, mom's acting weird, and you don't know if it's really their mom, and it's kind of like a thriller. Uh, so yeah, it was like a non-American European version. And now it's like an American version. I'll say the European one is or whatever. It was Austrian. Austrian. There we go. Uh, Yeah, it would be Austrian. It did seem Austrian because I'm like, it's not so European. But um, so I would say that one's better because the original is it just looks better cinematography wise. It's got prettier shots uh, and there's a lot more creepiness to it. Other than that, it's the same fucking movie. I guess I won't spoil it, I guess. No, it's, I mean, it, it's, you don't need to not, it's dumb as fuck. Like, I mean, that, it's, it's, not, it's, old, it's, it's an old not movie. That. Yeah, it's the, it's exactly what you think. It's a tale of two sisters, man. It's the same fucking movie that we get all the time. I've never seen Tale of Two Sisters. Oh, that movie's incredible. And they remade that in America, and it was called The Unforgiven or The Un, hold on, A Tale of Two Sisters. Fuck, it was. Uh, It's not bad, though. It's just. It's okay. It's not really scary, but uh, I watched it last night on Prime. It was oh, the remake only... was called The Uninvited. <laughs> the Uninvited. Maybe I saw that. Yeah, that one had uh, Emily Browning from a series of unfortunate events. I think was what she, was she in that? Um, no, Sucker Punch. She was in Sucker Punch. Oh, oh yeah, okay. she was Violet Baudelaire in uh, a series of unfortunate events. And then Elizabeth Banks, uh, David Straitham, who I don't think is who I thought it was at first. But yeah, Short it's enough. the same idea, um, which is like, uh, well, yes, yeah, go ahead and spoil it. Who gives a it's, fuck? I mean, yeah, so I'm going to spoil it. But so you can fast forward two or three minutes if you don't want to hear it. I still think it's good. Um, it's like two brothers and their mom's acting weird and her face is all wrapped up. <clears throat> and like, you, if you pay attention, you get it right away. You notice... They only they only call Elias or Elias, which it's Elias, damn it! But they say Elias, <laughs> and you're like, huh? No one ever calls Lucas by his name, and you're like, hmm. There's only one of them. Yeah. The other one's the other one's ghost, and it turns out that one of the brothers is dead, and they're twins, and the twin is like seeing his brother, and he's like, oh, my mom's acting weird. Mom's acting weird, and the mom is acting weird. The mom's got her face <laughs> fucking wrapped up. Turns out what it is, is that the mom used to be like a famous actress or TV personality, and she's getting older, so the kid, they're separated, so the kids live with their dad or they live with their mom. So while they're with the dad, the mom gets like facial surgery and shit, so she's got her whole face wrapped up like a mummy because her face is healing from surgery, but like they can't tell – they. They don't know, like, she's acting weird, obviously, because she just had a weird surgery. But she's also legitimately acting fucking weird. Like, she's acting mean and fucking a bunch of shit. And uh, you think, like, oh, no. And it, it would be a cool thing if, like, oh, some lady killed your mom and is pretending to be your mom. And it's pretty unsettling and it's creepy and shit. And then whatever. By the end of the movie, big time spoilers. What it turns out is, is that one of the brothers... In the European version, they don't tell you what happened to the brother, but they kind of insinuate that the two brothers were playing on the lake, and one of them was like, all right, I'm going to count to 20, hide and seek. And while he's 
counting, the other brother drowns and dies. And basically, like, the living brother, the living twin can't come to it, come to grips with the fact that his brother's dead. So he keeps seeing him. And the mom is like going along with his delusions, like putting two breakfasts out and putting out two sets of clothes for them. And she basically, she's losing her shit and getting upset and not wanting to like pretend anymore. And she wants him to like face it. Like, look, your brother's dead, but the kid keeps seeing his brother in the U S version, heavy spoilers. It's it, they actually tell you what it is and what it is, is, the boys were playing with a gun and one of them shot his brother oh, in shit. the barn because there's a spot in the barn with blood and a bullet hole and she makes him look at it. She's like, look at it. You need to look at it. And it's a fucking bullet hole. And she's like, it's not your fault. You were just playing. It's okay. And the kid cannot fucking understand it. So like they end up tying the mom up and fucking torturing her and like, tell us where our mom is. Tell us where our mom is. And um, it's pretty dark, man. The way it ends is basically the kid knocks his mom out and then lights the house on fire and they all die. Yeah. And it's yeah. pretty brutal, man. Like in the European one, it's a little more brutal in the U S one. It's kind of an accident. Like he gets upset and he pushes her off the barn and she falls on the floor and like knocks herself unconscious and she drops the lamp and everything catches fire. And then he freaks out and runs out And the European one. It's, it's way more brutal. It, the European one's actually pretty brutal, but um, but yeah, it, they're not bad. I I would give I I'd like six and a half. They're not bad um, movies. I don't know why I watched them. I just uh, I just figured I would watch them. Uh, I watched the first one when it came out, and then I watched the other one last night, and it was fine. Um, the only thing was just something from fucking work. So last week we had a storm. We recorded on Monday night. And that's when pretty much we got the worst of the hurricane. Tuesday morning, I go to work. Storm is nowhere near us. <laughs> everything's everything's fine. The day's going by just fine. For some fucknut reason, at about 10 a.m., they come over the loudspeaker and they're like, employees and customers, we just want to tell y'all that we're going to close at noon today because of the storm. We want everybody to get home and be safe. Mind you, this place is southeast of where Aaron and I are, yeah. and we're not even near the storm, and the storm is northwest. Yeah. So what the fuck? So I'm like, why are they why are we gonna why are they gonna close the store? Like there is no there is no storm. Whatever. So people are like, oh shit, we get to go home early. Everybody start getting ready. We got a couple of hours. Then they go over the intercom and they go, Oh, we're actually gonna close. At noon now, or like 11 now, or whatever, an hour earlier than they said originally. The store was fine, but as soon as customers caught wind that we were closing early, then they start acting like animals. <laughs> like all of the sudden, all of the sudden, oh my God, oh my God, we have to, we have to. We have to this and that, right? So I'm just like doing my job, dog. I'm just like, it's my last week as a cake decorator. Now, uh, I just started a new position this week doing other shit, super hard, stressful. Anyways, I'm over in the cold case <laughs> putting shit away. I swear to God, I can't write this shit. I'm putting shit away, dog. I'm fucking with these eclairs and stuff, right? I'm putting shit away because we're closing. We're closing early. And this fucking man, 
<laughs> just looking at the case. And uh, he goes, oh, my God, honey. Oh, my God, honey, they're putting away the eclairs, honey. Sir, <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir, I'll, um, I'll, I'll take eight of them. Hey, man, <laughs> when's the last time you needed eight <laughs> Like It's like in the moment of panic, thinking that something is like, just because we're closing early, they're starting to overreact. And he sees me putting eclairs away. This fucking fucknut thinks I'm never going to have an eclair again. Like, even if the storm does hit and you're locked in your house for a week, do you need eight Eclairs, eight fucking like, eclairs, <laughs> honey, <laughs> honey, honey. And no, the the fact was that he said, "Oh my god, yeah, oh my god, honey, the eclairs, they're putting away the eclairs." And then he's like, and then he's like fumbling over his word. I'll take eight of them. I'll, I mean, I've got, uh, and it was just, I don't know, man. I just wanted to, I just wanted to drop them on the floor or something. I don't know, but yeah, I thought that was dumb. And then. <laughs> We got no storm. And then yes. the job's like, we're going to be closed tomorrow. No one come to work. Blah. And then the next day, there's no storm. And they're just like, okay, come to work. It, it was just really dumb. I Wait, think they, they called like, you in after, like, that day they opened up anyways? Yeah, they were like, yeah, they were like, oh, you'll get a text message through our automated system if you're supposed to come to work, which I never get those for some reason. So I just got up and I just went to work anyways because I was thinking, like, there's no storm. It's really stupid how things went down here because the same should happen with the school board. The school board didn't shut – the school board shut school down for the rest of the week. But starting that Tuesday, we got the brunt of it Monday. Yeah. But on Tuesday, they're like, don't come to school. And then there was no school for the rest of the week. Which is cool, I guess, for kids and shit. But um, it was just like, like I don't know, like lag, like a little too late. Uh, they all shut down after the storm had passed us. But we got lucky. We were fine. We really appreciate everybody asking us how we were doing. I've gotten a lot of messages about it from fellow nerds. And like we said, we were completely fine. Other places got fucked up, though, man. Pretty bad. Um, really bad, yeah. Yeah, really bad. There was some really bad stuff. But those are like beach communities and like Marco Island and shit. Marco Island was completely underwater at some at one point. And um, I think Fort Myers, there's like videos of time lapses where you see a street and then like, you know, five hours later, it's just flooded. So it's wild, man. I would never buy a house on the beach. But I mean, we do live. Yeah, it's. Fucking 10, 15 miles from the beach. Yeah, we yeah. we would hopefully not flood that bad and never have, but yeah, it's wild times, man. It was a crazy ass storm. We're very uh, lucky. Yeah, we were very lucky. And we've been lucky the last couple of years, but we're still we're still getting our luck from how bad it was the last time when it was a month with no power. So I think I'm good on uh yeah. On those storms, but yeah, fuck hopefully we're good, man. You never know. It's still hurricane season until basically for the rest of the year. It's hurricane season up until like December, November, December. And these things literally pop up like a week before. So you never know what could happen. So God willing, we'll be fine. And that's it. I got another record, Fallujah, Empyrean. And then I've got other shit coming in. Nothing's in yet, but hopefully next week. Uh, there will be gangster shit 
Final Fantasy box set should be here. Street Fighter Alpha 3 should be here and all that stuff. So go follow me at Jester954 on Instagram to see all my dope-ass records and vicariously look through my music collection because that's all I have in life. <laughs> that's James, it, Jim Boy. TV. Say again? And your Sony TV. And, well, yeah, and my, and my Sony. That's a nice upgrade, Yeah, yeah, it's still there. It's still there. Even though I have this weird issue where, like, I don't know. It's My vision feels like it's blurry, but I don't know. That's a conversation for another day. Interesting. You're kind of low I'm, still, James. Hold on. I'm going to pause. I think he's just talking low. Yeah, I mean, I'm not screaming. Sure. It sounds like this. This is how you sound when you talk. I'm matching your level. This is how loud really? Yes. It's exactly like this. I'm matching the exact level. I don't know. I hear him fine. It's low. But then again. It's low on my end, and I'm watching our levels. I mean, I'm not, I've not stopped recording. I'm just cautioning. Well, I don't know what to do. That's a little louder. Yeah, I hear you fine. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I, I wasn't really ever talking all that loud. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because of the uh, <clears throat> part of my week, the headset incident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What happened with your headset? So I went to take off my headset because I had to piss, I believe, something like that. And I was even streaming, too. And I just, like, pull it off there and, like, one side, I'm like, why does that feel weird? And I look and it literally cracked, like, the plastic that connects to like the band part of the shells like had cracked and I like looking at it and I, you know, I broke, broke it off completely. Um, <laughs> I was like, what the hell dude? These are like $360 headphones. They should last way longer than this. Uh, so yeah, they uh, cracked, broke off and uh, basically not usable. The wires still connected to the actual shell, like turtle shell part. So like, the audio still works, but that shit ain't staying on my head ever. So you'd I'm, have to uh, hold it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I could be like super, like thrifty, I guess, and like super glue that shit up or something, you know. But like, no, I've already... tried that. It didn't. I had a headphone. I had a perfectly fine pair of headphones do that. If the if like the mechanism that holds it to your head breaks and you're like oh maybe i can jimmy rig it like nah and these are already like a tighter fit style headphone anyway because they just want to make sure your ears are like completely sealed in you know so that's kind of disappointing and i was not happy about it um i got some earbuds i've been using which they're fine but I don't know. I mean, I can still hear like the outside world and stuff like like not a lot, but like some. And I know for me, I don't know about you guys. If I was sitting wear earbuds like for a long ass time, my ears like get bothered by it. Like, yeah, I'm not a big fan. It's just like holding moisture in your ears and it starts to like give me like an earache feel. And I'm like, I can't sit there and just like keep my ears clogged up like that. So yeah, I'm probably gonna be searching for some more sh- turtle shell style. Are yours under warranty? Or headphones? Huh? Were yours under warranty or no? 
that I need to get the boxes in a mm. tote in the garage. So okay. I have to dig that out and double check. They, I believe they are, but if it's only a year, I think it's up. So yeah, it's probably a year. When the um, if they aren't the black sharks that I got are fucking awesome. If you they're wireless, but they hold a charge for a good long time, and the wire that they charge with is pretty long. So I, when I need to, I just plug them in. Well, they still work while you're yeah. Yeah, they they charge while you're listening. Yeah, that's one thing that was really cool about them. So like these ones I had, I were wireless also, I believe, but I never like took advantage of it because I just I I've noticed over the years, even with like anything that runs off battery like that, the audio quality all blah, 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 my tongue is in the way. <laughs> the audio quality <laughs> does decrease over time with it. Uh, just because of the weakening battery, things start to go. And they try to make it smooth with most things, but, I mean, I don't know. I notice it. Um, it bothers me. But not, yeah, I mean, and it, it does degrade over time because it's still batteries. You know, they the charge does mm-hmm. slowly. The weakens. Yeah, but these, have they're just really comfortable. They're really light on my head, and they, they have, like, a baseline top set, like, top end volume, and then the dial goes further. And I can pump the volume even more because sometimes these shits are low for me, um, like right. all headphones. It's annoying. So, well, that is one thing I also got to keep in mind. Like I run everything through a digital soundboard on my PC anyway. So like I can jack the volume, oh, nice. the bass, the treble, everything through that already. So I have like EQs and all that shit's on there already. So like just to have all my audio Okay, so the listeners don't know, I got a bunch of shit all running through the same thing. So being able to use all the audio from everything at one time is the goal. So I have to have like things in place to make that happen. And so with that, like I said, I have like, you know, the accessibility of doing some like EQ shit with it. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Um but I almost I got uh, like a, a little what are the like the external sound cards. and <laughs> I was going to go full like audio file and then it was looking oh, pricey shit. and I didn't want to. So instead I got these and these are my last chance at like I'm just going to get a pair of gaming <coughs> headphones and they've been great. So nice. Well, Dick. I tried getting some decent headphones and they have betrayed me. So, yeah, and we'll see. HyperX is usually <laughs> they're usually pretty good. Mine, I thought broke, and then I got them fixed. Like I, just the cup fell off, and but it was like, it it like came unglued. But then my wife was able to do it actually. So, (laughs) and they were that was my old ones. They were like three years old at that point. Right, I'm gonna look. I mean, it may be like one of those things where it's like a two or three year warranty, and I may be fine. But they do have like, I don't even have like big ears either. And I do feel like the shell part is like smaller on these. They're mm-hmm. smaller than my old HyperX, like substantially. Uh. So I don't know that I even love that part of it. Like the audio is incredible on them. That's the part that sucks because they do sound great. Yeah, they but. sound great. And <laughs> it is weird. Like I got the Alpha 2s. That's what I always wear. You know, those were the, that's what I'm wearing right now. They're my PlayStation mm-hmm. headphones now. Um, and they fit well, but like I feel like the second pair that I got that were the PlayStation ones, um, are the cans are like slightly shallower, so my ears touch the 
inside driver where they didn't used to. And it's just annoying. Right. I'm like, how how is this a thing? Like, just make, you know, like, just make them all one thing so that I can buy them. Like, because I got the Arctis, um, that the ones that we were going to, that we'll eventually give away probably for the PS4. Same thing. I had Arctis 7s way back, and I had to trash them because they just stopped receiving, like, stopped communicating with the wireless receiver. Um, but so I bought a pair the of dongle. Yeah, I bought a pair of wired ones <laughs> and I can't wear them because these ones specifically, the same brand and style, the Arctis, my ears were pressing against the inside of the driver like hard. And I was like, how is this different at all from the other ones that never did that? It annoyed yeah. me. So that, that's why I've bought so many fucking headphones because they like, <laughs> I got the ones that I really like the sound of the, um, Oh my god, what are those ones? The Epos. Um and those are dope. They have a fucking mic that's like a magnet, like you just snap it off and it's magnetic. It like pulls into its own little driver setting thing. And when you take it off, it has a little cap you put over it. So then you can wear them like if you're like us and you have an external mic, um you can just take that off, put the plate on the outside and then it's like a flush thing. But the band on top sits heavy on your head. And that bothers oh, me shit. a lot. Like I, I don't like like I like ones where you can barely feel it. And that's the HyperXs are great with that. I never feel them. And the Black Sharks no, have yeah, been great too. Yeah. Both my uh turtle shell sets with them HyperX, I don't even notice the band at yeah, all. Like these were super adjustable and then the other one had like a double thing where they had like a light like fabric y band and then the metal one above yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. And so yeah. just like never noticed it. I mean, we played 16 hours of Elden Ring the day it came out, and I didn't. I had no fatigue from wearing the HyperXs at all, and like okay. I could probably do the same with these. Like, it's it is interesting. Like you'd think earbuds would be better for that, but I do feel like I would get tired of them much quicker. Right. Yeah. I mean, I will admit, like they're the like lack of weight and like how light they are, is super nice. But again, you get into a real long gaming session, which seems to happen more often than not i don't know how well they're gonna be feeling, yeah you know so yeah so yeah rest in peace to my HyperX headset um that i spent a lot of money on yeah it sounds a lot 350 well they're like 3d audio like the newest top of the line they're yeah they're the top top tier headset. of yeah. the HyperX <laughs> brand which is you know those are they're great headphones they really are that's why I was surprised because yeah. they're very sturdy usually too. But again, they probably skimp on stuff because they made them wireless. You know what I mean? Well, like there might be some building. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person. But we've been playing D and D, and I don't know if you remember a couple weeks ago there was like <laughs> my speakers were picking up through the mics. So I was like, yeah. All right, so I'll grab some headphones. Well, I had some earbuds. I gave them away from my headset, and then all of a sudden after that, they're broken. So <laughs> I ain't saying shit. You don't <laughs> listen to this, but I'm saying shit. Like, <laughs> I, I'm gentle with my shit because poor as hell my whole life, I ain't breaking my stuff, you know? Like, damn. <laughs> but yeah, I remember him. I Pretty sure they got dropped at one point too. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, no one takes care of your shit like yourself, you know. Right, right. And not even to say that's when it happened. It's just I have had them a while, and it was literally 
right after somebody else used them, which, you know, makes me never want to let anybody use my shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're dead. Um, I have continued. I haven't really watched shit because I am obsessed with Game of Thrones right now. Like, I, I'm, I'm in like, I, I'm pretty sure I'm like four episodes into season four right now. Jesus. <laughs> I, oh. I just started this like a week and a half ago. So every time I can do anything, like I've even been like skipping out on gaming times I've had available. Like, I'm just like, I could get an episode of Game of Thrones in. I'm staying up late trying to sneak a Game of Thrones episode in here or there. <laughs> I'm my wife's super hooked again. She's been like catching episodes here now there. So now she wants to watch the, you know, it's, it's so good, man. It's, it really is. And I, I'm still getting sucked into like the stuff I know that's going to happen. And, um, there is some cool stuff that I'm noticing now, uh, like being away from it for a while and then coming back in, like there's even like, Joffy straight up talks about the main character of House of Dragon at one point and like stuff that happens with her to like his future wife. And it's like funny because at the time I had no idea who she was. And now I'm like, I'm literally watching a series that's about her the first season, you know, like it's mm-hmm. kind of neat to see that stuff happening. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, I know everybody shits on the ending and don't get me wrong. It's super rushed and it uh, is unfortunate, but the show is really great. Like it still is. It's well, it was some of the the best TV period, like bar none ever in history. IMO. Right. And I think what it is, is I know like a lot of people shit on it, but it's like, we're shitting on it as, and saying like in game of Thrones, world the ending was like not up to par for what the yeah. whole show had been up to that point in any other show like competitive wise it was still better than like most shows as have ever come out yeah even like, if it was like rushed and everything it was still incredible but if, it was just not like up to standards for what we had gotten if all of game of thrones was written as badly or you know as good or bad whatever as season seven or whatever it probably wouldn't be that bad like you'd be like yeah this is a great show but like it was so good and then it drops so much further down what's crazy though is the effects get even crazy better like it's wild like it looks so much better but the writing's so much worse you know what i mean yeah yeah, and I think I, if I look back those last two seasons, if I look back, Battle of the Bastards was pretty good. I just really hated the moment with uh, Jon Snow's little brother being the dumbest idiot kid ever of all time. Like, why is he <laughs> even there in that show? The way that they did him dirty, like basically the entire series, they could have just not had him in it. He's yeah. ancillary the to the point of like, I like him right now. It's when he becomes a three-eyed raven, he literally loses all personality, and you hate him. Oh, yeah. And, no, and I'm talking about the other brother, the one, the littlest brother that runs and doesn't zigzag and gets oh, shot yeah, in the back. That's it. what I'm saying. Yeah. They could have literally removed him, and it wouldn't have made a difference to the show. And actually, the Battle <laughs> of the Bastards could have just been like that. I mean, Theon, or what's his name? Um... Oh my God! Uh, the the 
shitty bastard. Yeah. Yeah. He's shitty enough. Like, he treated uh, Sansa bad enough that Jon Snow had every reason to want to kill him anyways. You know what I mean? We didn't need right. that little idiot whose name I can't even remember how dumb he is. And he's he's useless in the book, too. Like, he, they, nothing ever right. happens with him. So, um, <laughs> that I could have done without. But, yeah, like... It really is like I was annoyed by season like by starting season six, I think, but it wasn't as bad. It's just season seven is horrible. I seven hated and eight. Yeah. When it started becoming like we didn't know how many episodes we were getting season seven and then like seven, eight, seven dropped some and then went to eight and then eight picked up like one or two like before seven was even done. And it's just, it got like super convoluted outside of the story and then it definitely showed in the story how bad like everything was going it just got super unorganized super rushed to like get it done even though they were extending the length of it a few times because i think it was supposed to end with seven and then they're like well no we're gonna do like a shorter seven and add an eight that's a little shorter than seven yeah and it's like wait what? the worst part is <laughs> hbo was like all the money all the money, whatever yeah. you want. Like, you can do a hundred seasons. And they were like, nah, we got Star Wars coming. And then they did it so bad that they lost Star Wars. And I'm just, I'm so glad for that. <laughs> I was going to ask yeah. what Star Wars show, but they lost it. No, they were getting a trilogy of movies. A trilogy of movies, yeah. Sure. Ugh, thank God. I, I mean, mean, they're not bad directors. No, it's they just, just, they're terrible writers. <laughs> like, yeah, once what, the writing went to them and they yep. literally... They literally got bullet points yes. from him and used it that way. Like, yeah, yes, yes, that's the perfect <laughs> description. It is like someone got like had an essay due for school, and so like say Jesse, you're like the smartest kid in class. I'm like, bro, what should I write this about? And you're like, all right, here's some bullet points, and then I just turn that in. Like literally, it's supposed to be like 500 words, notes. and I just add like the and ums in there. It's like so bad. <laughs> so. Aaron, I don't know if you, they're actually, like, they literally did get a sheet of bullet points from him, and I remember it leaking beforehand, and, it, I mean, he they just literally didn't write at all. Yeah. They just took the bullet points and made an episode for each one or something. It was bad. <laughs> like, do some type of yeah. writing in there, too. Write anything. It's Ugh. like. I don't know. And you can't they they had to know they couldn't get away with it. Right. It's still incredible though. Like you just see shit that's amazing in those seasons even though like they botched like they just didn't land well, but it's still like you just still see incredible things, you know. Yeah, like, well the, those are probably the stunning. the moments themselves, you know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. I don't know. The new seasons got me watching the old one, and the old ones got me literally not doing anything. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's in, I've like had to tell myself to stop. Like the other day, I, dude, I was gaming Friday night, and she got home. She's like, Oh, you actually played video games? She's like, That's good. You've been needing to do that. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's terrible. That's <laughs> I'm cutting myself off. And then I like, go to stop like saturday i was watching a couple episodes and she's like oh we're gonna you're gonna stop watching it you don't you don't want to watch another one i'm like all right which is it now come on <laughs> like <laughs> uh it's great watch it if you haven't i know there's some things out there but watch it um yeah so 
Uh, the only thing I've been playing, Cyberpunk 2077. I did start it on Xbox a long time ago when it first came out. Uh, I bailed on it when I started hearing bad things, and because I, I didn't want to like hate it because of that reason or any of the reasons. So I got out. I was like, I'll wait till it becomes fixed you know uh been hearing great things it's having a resurgence it's have has the new update stuff so i'm like you know what i want an open world game real bad i'm gonna play it i mean and i say cyberpunk is the word it's 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 great like it's beautiful the 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 playing's super fun like I'm actually doing a melee thing. Like I started with a katana for some reason. I think because I paid for like the annual. Thing oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I got one too. I think when it was I a pre-order bonus actually. Huh? I think it's a pre-order bonus because I have it too. Oh okay, okay. So I've been only using that katana and like it's a little broke. Like you can stun lock people pretty easily, um, but. Yeah, like it's fun. I'm not the biggest fan of third person or first person melee stuff. Um, so that's kind of like a little bit of a roadblock with it for me. But um, yeah, the game's great. Having a lot of fun with it. Um, I do think so. Like, it's an open world game, but it doesn't have. Uh, so the way I would put it is like. I don't feel rewarded for exploring in this game. Like if you're not doing a side mission and like, or doing little side missions that are already on the map while you're exploring, there's really not like that many like rewarding aspects to just wandering the world. Like yeah, a lot of like, I'm yeah. a fallout fan wandering the world. You will find little trinkets, surprises, little, you know, teddy bears like riding in a canoe something funny like that like there's just all these little tiny things they put in that are great this game does not really have like that there's some but yeah not a lot like there's a weapon somewhere that's fun if you find it it's like a gun that oh it talks to you. yeah yeah it's like a talking gun like it yeah, there are a, a few things but yeah there's not a lot of kind of like like they told us like it's gonna be a living world and like not really. It's pretty much all mission based. So you can wander around and like find goons and fight, you know, criminals in an alleyway. But yeah, there's not a it's not like how like yeah, like Fallout or Skyrim where you can stumble upon like a like a little cult in the woods or some shit like that. Well, and I mean right. kind of in those games, some of that stuff's the best content in the game. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it does kind of have that, but it's pretty much boiled down to there's always like a group of criminals standing around, and that's pretty much it. So it is a little bit dead like that, but um, but yeah, I well, think like, it's pretty I, cool. I rode out to like the oil rig area just to ride out there, and I'm just like every road turns into just it's closed, or like I go to this little area that's around there, and there's like nothing there. Or, I see, find myself getting in these like warehouse districts and I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk around the Surely there's stuff. I'm like exploring, trying to figure out a way to climb up on this roof or that roof and getting on top of piping to like follow it and see if it goes somewhere. Cause it feels like it's trying to tell me like, Hey, if you do this, you know, and there's just nothing like there's nothing rewarding about like in-depth 
exploration like that. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's a little lacking. But if you just stick to like doing the little side quests and doing the game and stuff, I mean, it's it's great. I do think the talking gets to be a lot at times, um, especially now that Keanu's in it and he has to talk after everybody talks. And then it's like you're sitting there doing dialogue for 25 minutes. And it's like, man, yeah. I'm really ready to go shoot something now, please. Like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, I can talk. get like that. It can get like that where there's a lot of dialogue and he does talk a lot. And there are a couple of moments. I mean, it's not as bad as like a Metal Gear, but there's a couple of moments where you might as well just like get comfortable because you're about to watch like 20 minutes. <laughs> right, right. Like and the cafe, I remember the cafe area is like one of the first places you're in after he's in your head. And it's like you talk to the one guy forever in there after doing like a little bit of driving and talking with them and, you know, shooting at the little like, you know, robot guys that are chasing your motorcycles or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like you got to talk to Johnny after that for like another 10 minutes. And I'm just like. Man, like I've got to the point where I almost every time he pops up, I just I just keep walking and ignore the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, I don't want to sit and talk to you. Like I just and it'll like then it turns the mission. It's like talk to Johnny. It's like, oh, come on, man. Like no more talking. Let's let's do something like the gameplay feels decently good. Let me do more of that, please. Yeah, it's repetitive, but it's still fun. So. We'll see what I end up with a score on that. I think it could be almost anywhere at this point. So, um, we did before you guys do your movie one. We all did try out Moonscars. Scar, right? Moonscars. Oh, moon oh scars. yeah, moon, yeah, yeah. Moonscars. Oh yeah, you're right. We did play that. Oh yeah, I meant to put it on my week. Whoops. I streamed. I was going to write it on yours, but I didn't want to be and I didn't want to like write on your week. I streamed it and I did pretty good. Though I did get frustrated at the end. It started getting really dumb, like, not dumb, like dumb hard, where it's like, two hits, you're dead. And I was like, hmm. Yeah, and then there's like five guys around you. Yeah, Yeah, it got pretty, it got tough every now and then. It got pretty tough pretty quick. I beat every boss I fought first try, It's which is funny. It's just, I started getting lost, and I got lost for like a fucking half an hour on stream, being like, (laughs) I have no idea where to go, going everywhere. And there was just a random door that like, I don't. I don't even know. It was dumb. It, the, yeah, it, there's like walls you gotta break, and mm-hmm. like I don't know. Like I, they had like a little like luminescent like flash to them. I guess I started to notice, and that's kind of how I knew to break those. Yeah. But I mean, like overall, the like combat feels good. Like the parrying is cool if you get it to hit right. Yeah. Um, but like if you have multiple people on you, like it'll like get screwy because. If you try to parry one and somebody else is attacking, it kind of like doesn't. It almost like makes you fail because you're. It's also got somebody else attacking you too, or I don't know. It seemed weird for me when there was multiple enemies, but yeah, games will usually like prioritize that if you're getting attacked by multiple enemies and you parry one properly, it should kind of give you an overall invincibility buff for that half a second and like parry all of them. But yeah, I think the game wants to be a little harder on you because it wants to be one of those like hard games yeah i I, it looks great yeah yeah Uh, i was actually i like 
I get the art look they're going for and everything, but I didn't expect it to be like so kind of blurry, fuzzy looking. <laughs> like I, yeah. I played it on Xbox and I kind of expected like the background to be like that artistic look and then maybe to look a little sharper around my guy and everything. And like, it's just like they held that, um, that look the whole way through with everything. And I was kind of a little surprised being how like, what era we live in i thought there would be just like i don't know a little bit more to it maybe that's because i played like bloodstained and stuff like that and it looks way better yeah uh yeah sometimes i feel that when like i'm playing a game that has a retro style i'm just like man can you just can we get a couple more pixels like some (laughs) like sometimes they just choose to go a little too like old school like I, I don't know man there's a lot of games that go like really bad like there's a game i really like called uh bro force and bro force plays really great yeah. but it's got like really stupid pixels but i think it works for that game but there's a lot of games that go for that really minuscule pixel shit but yeah i feel like i feel like moon scars could have could have gone for like a a little a little more detail in their pixels but i do get it i get like what they're trying to go for but yeah it is almost like blurry i think it's gorgeous and i enjoy it quite a bit it did get uh exponentially harder like there was like wall all of a sudden where like i passed it was almost like in um uh the other one i played with the little girl who dives like an idiot uh, when she dodges um that i really loved uh there's a part there that just was like almost impossible until i got a specific item and then i could like survive it but this was just random all of a sudden enemies do like four times more damage and i was like but i don't have a means to get better you know like i don't have any way to yeah though i could go back and get like there's probably some zones that had some hidden stuff but i didn't get any new movement abilities so i'm like i probably would have found them i really i mean it's good it's a metroidvania it looks really good it is a little because it's painterly style like they're saying it is a little blurry it's like because it's paint you know it's not and it's not like uh it's like acrylic paint you know it's not uh i don't know it's it's not like something hyper detailed and the story, yeah, I guess that's right. The story stuff took way too long. I skipped all of it. I was like, I don't care about this. It's not interesting. It it didn't make any sense when I was reading it. I started reading it every round or you know everything, and then I was like, cool, yeah. After that, I don't care. Like <laughs> I don't know what's going yeah, on. It's telling, it's it throwing shit esoteric. at me. Yeah, it's throwing <laughs> shit at me. I literally can't understand. There's no means to understand it. Doesn't tell you anything. But yeah, um, it's good though. I I do I do enjoy it. Um, but it has some flaws. It's free on Game Pass, so there's literally no reason not to. But right. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily want to pay money for it right now. Yeah, I I just straight up bought it and I'm like, eh, I could have not. Yeah. Cause I don't know if I'm gonna put it back on anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, I probably won't. I probably won't. <laughs> I probably pay twenty pay twenty bucks to play it for thirty minutes. It happens. Whoopsie doo. <laughs> oh, it happens all the time. <laughs> I don't mind. Right. Oh, yeah. I think that's... You guys got the Smile movie that you guys both saw? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we went to the movies, and we saw Smile. This is the second time I go to the movies, and I never saw the trailer or not anything. I think I might have seen a trailer, but, like, maybe the first trailer months and months ago. 
So I knew nothing about it. Damn, I spoiled one part because it was such you a moment did. in the trailers, and I literally thought everyone had seen it, and I was like, oh my god, this is too... It's a moment in the trailer that's like so clearly telegraphed in the movie because... Like you see it, like it's a it's a minute. Like if you've seen the trailer, it's when the one lady's head comes down all wonky, and she's like standing with her hands on the car, and then her head like spirals down on like a. That's in the trailer. It's in the fucking trailer. That's why I was like, yeah. I said, oh man, here we go. You saw the trailer, right? It's about to pop off. And Jesse was like, I didn't see the trailer. I was like, oh, it's about to get wild. And then it happened. Yeah, man. And then I braced myself. If I had not, if I, dude. If you had not said that, that would have that jump scare would have gotten me so like viciously hard. I would have been staring dead center of the screen and I would have looked right into it. I would have freaked out. It would have been great. Oh this is such a it was such a ring a ring kind of movie. It is that curse, the grudged ring, but even has a moment from the ring. Well has (laughs) it has that exact moment from the ring where they're talking about the lady finding her husband or having to identify his body and it cuts to his face. That is the ring. Yeah. Remember the closet scene in the ring? The closet girl. Dude. Yeah, that's, that's the, the scariest, scariest part. Yeah. That's the scariest part of the whole series of the ring is the girl in the closet. Yeah, it's so good too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to go first. I liked this movie quite a bit actually. Um, it is not great. It's not a great movie. It's not like, like Hereditary is probably my favorite horror movie of the last decade easily. This is nowhere even doesn't even brush Hereditary's butthole hair, you know, like it's like not nowhere else goes. But it is a great little. It's a perfect October movie. It's coming out at the exact right time. There's, I mean, the new Hellraiser's coming out, and that's supposed to be pretty good too. I just watched Chris Duckman review on it, and he said it was really good. Um, so I'm excited for that. We've got Halloween ends. Evil's gonna die again, or whatever, and that might be yeah. okay. It looks kind of dumb, uh, but this is. <laughs> This is a perfect Halloween movie. It's not scary enough that it's like gonna it's stick with you. It's not a perfect Halloween movie. Well, it's not Halloweeny at all. No, but I mean like a, a it's a perfect October movie. Like you yeah, know, like it's when a you're good like October scare movie. Yeah, it's October. I'm gonna try to watch like horror movies every week. I want to watch something every couple days. You know, this is yeah, one you can toss bad. on and it does. It, it'll serve a purpose. They really did hamstring an ending here. Um, Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a six point seven five. It's almost a seven. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not a six or a six and a half, but I can't give it a seven. It's like six and three quarters. Yeah, I think that's the perfect score for it because it's enjoyable. Like, there's nothing wrong with it per se. Uh, it relies a little too heavily on jump scares. Is probably the, my biggest criticism. Yeah, it's the worst thing because I was finding myself having to like brace myself and like look off center because I was like, man, they're going to get me. Cause it's one thing to like see shit that's scary. And it's another thing to just be caught off guard with straight up jump scares. Yeah. And, and, and literal, like you're not expecting it, uh, a jump cut and a super loud noise. And the theater we, we were in th- was so incredibly loud. It was like the theater is never that loud for me. Like even seeing Thor, everything kind of the sound is usually loud, but kind of rounded and bassier. And for me, I feel like the high end, like the fucking treble was too high and there wasn't enough low end in the mix. And it was just really 
piercing and loud. Even the trailers, I was like, ow. Like, it was very, very loud. Yeah, it was so really I, loud. I found the, the jump scare thing to be, like, almost taking away from it because it was annoying me because I wanted to relax and just watch. But I was like, oh, they're going to, they're going to, like, Whoa, like, jump scare. And jump scares are cheap. They're yeah. Not... And in this, you're specifically waiting for it all the time. Like, they yeah. telegraphed them. They did a couple that were really well done where they held it, like, one or two frames more than you think and then it's like you know whatever like it, it hits you some of them were great but a lot of them were just like loud noise and you're like great or yeah. like uh you know there's one she's having a dream and then it cuts to a car screeching about to hit her and it's like <laughs> i was asking Jen, i'm like did, did was she sleepwalking or was it supposed to be like a cut in time you know, and it's just that's how they're doing the jump cut. And I think that was just yeah. that's their jump scares, like magic uh, time jump, which was kind of dumb. But yeah, well, and the thing is, too, is like they didn't it didn't have to rely solely on jump scares because early on in the movie, there was a very scary, creepy shot. And it wasn't a jump scare. It's when she's in her kitchen. Yeah, and it's dark in her house. And she's looking, and she sees the girl smiling at her, and you you can barely see the chick there. Yeah, the she's like just, in shadow. Yeah, the camera just sticks there, and the clo- The more you look, you see like holy fuck! Like right now, I'm getting like goosebumpy. Like you see the girl in the dark, and it's fucking scary, and it's good. It, like so, I'm like, oh, cool! Like they're gonna have cool, like creepy. And then they jump scared out they of that. Just, like, they jump scared out of it. Remember, then her husband or fiance goes, oh Rose. My God, and you're right. like, God damn it. They did jump scare yeah. out of it. <laughs> yeah, so that was definitely the jump scares were annoying because it was literally like they thought, like, we have to get these to, for it to be scary. But, like, not every scary movie has to be, like, scary. But it yeah. was still it was still cool. I mean, the 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 only other negative thing I, I have is the ending. And it's not terrible. It's just it. I, I think could be a little it just better. Just gets wacky. Yeah. And my other thing is, it wasn't enough smiling. Actually, there wasn't enough of the creepy yeah, smiling. Dude. There's maybe four or five times where it happens. Yeah, and there's a lot of times, a lot of, a lot of opportunities that they didn't use it. Yeah, they we needed like, people smiling at her all the time, like following her and building more and more. You know, because like it doesn't like. It's almost like it follows in that way, where but it follows. It's you very, can almost follows. always see the thing that's following. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can find it in almost every shot. You know, so yeah, yeah. They didn't use it nearly enough. Like there weren't any like where you think it's some like a, a smiling person, but it's not. Oh, it's just a normal person. They definitely didn't use it like it enough. Um, I mean, we don't want to spoil it. Yeah, but uh, so we could. <laughs> I mean, it does. Okay, how about this? Spoilers going forward. I will say this. I want to say Wait, some good. I want to say some good. There's more of a warning than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I do want to say some good things before we go full spoilers because we've only been spoilers. negative, kind of. There is a lot of really good imagery in here. The there's a lot of shots um, that I mean, the cinematography is great actually, and I think the color grading is really nice. And there's a really cool use of color. Um, in that blue and pink make a big, like, play a big role in this movie. The color's blue and pink. 
her sister's always wearing pink and she's always wearing blue. And they have a big, like their relationship to each other is a big part of this film. It's a movie about trauma and about mental illness. Um, and as the film progresses, the main character goes from wearing like light powder blue to like a darker blue to then like brown with like a blue shirt underneath. You know, like it, it bleeds and the color of the film bleeds to more browns. It starts this like kind of dreamy pastel yeah. world. And then it slowly... Yeah, it's like powder blue and powder pink in the beginning. And it's cool because as this main character's mental illness and her mental health uh, progresses in a downward spiral or regresses or however you want to say that, the the world changes in colors. Like She is a therapist, a, a psychologist in a hospital, a mental hospital. And in the first scenes that we see, the hallways are blue and the rooms are pink. And then as she becomes more mentally unhinged, she goes back and it switches. So the hallways are pink and the rooms are blue. So it is as if now the colors, you know, in, in those times, the colors kind of refer Other way. to what's going on. No, no, because remember, she's crazy at the end. I thought so. the I thought in the beginning of the movie, the walls were pink. No, they I were was like, blue. why the fuck is this place pink? Oh, okay. They were blue and so the then, rooms were pink. Because remember when okay. she's snapping her fingers at the guy in the room that's going, you're going to die. That is a pink room. And then she goes back to his room and it's blue. And it's because at that point she's supposed to be in a room. You know what I mean? She's meant. Yeah. She's made for it. I think at least. I'd have to go back and watch it. But that's really smart. Yeah, I don't smart. know. Because I think that when she was in the room with the very first patient in the beginning of the movie, the room was blue. Maybe. Either um, way, they just the, the the color itself doesn't matter. It's the fact that they switch them. There's the outside color and then in the in-room color – and then by the time she's losing her mind, they switch the colors around. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. Um, so I think we can do some spoilers now. Well, and I do want to say one more thing. The people that did smile, they did really good jobs with their faces, like them being creepy. Like, that is a creepy image. That's why I wanted more. That is why I'm uh, complaining about not enough, because... The, yeah. the smiling itself is really spooky. Like, it's actually a good gimmick. Um, yeah, which... the first girl was great, and the kitchen scene was fucking yeah. terrifying. Yeah. I actually – I don't know. I don't think that the patient man – I thought that was kind of meh. And then the when her therapist smiled at her, I was like, oh, I, I guess. It was a little bit too much, a little too aggressive. Yeah. I would have liked a little more passive shit. Or even if we, the viewer, see – somebody smiling behind her and she doesn't notice it even but then i guess her <laughs> noticing it is what is important i guess and before we move on uh there was a moment in that fucking movie where a little kid is like watching something horrible <laughs> happen and i just turned to jesse oh, so she's in the car fuck yeah dude sick yeah. <laughs> i just died laughing yeah, because dude. i just imagined yeah. him later talking to a friend like bro and then and then, like my fucking my aunt's aunt, freaking out. She's free, like she's in the car, smacking everything, screeching, and like pulling at her hair and face and stuff. Dude, just like fuck yeah, dude, sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, so we're gonna do spoilers just for a minute, for the fuck of it. Um. And three, two, one, spoilers. So, it's pretty much yeah, kind of like the ring type thing. It, it, there's no real big thing to it. It's basically just like a trauma demon that wants to traumatize you. So what it does is it like possesses you and then it makes you 
kill yourself in front of somebody, but it, it like it makes you kill yourself like super dramatically so it can traumatize someone. And then that trauma is what Feeds possesses it the other person. Keeps it going, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is like a cool idea in that way, because at least it explains the curse, right? Which we don't yeah. get a lot of in like in the film version of the ring. They don't really tell you what happens. I mean, I guess they do that she's psychic and she yeah, projects Samara, that up and that well, her, but Yeah, her parents abused her. I still don't know why they made the little the movie, but Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's like it's like it 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 possesses you and it makes you see smiling people and then it tells you like you're gonna die and then like it usually takes about a week four four days to a week and then it will eventually possess you take over you make you kill yourself in a dramatic fashion in front of someone and then now they have it and then they're going to start seeing smiling people. And usually you're smiling when you kill yourself. So that's very traumatizing. The movie starts off with it. The beginning of the movie was great. The movie starts off with her getting a patient. And the girl's like, I'm not crazy, but I'm seeing this crazy shit. And then the girl just cuts her own throat right in front of her. It's fucking brutal while she's smiling. And then um, then the lady starts to see the same shit and becomes the same thing. Uh, they did at one point try to do the, the whole thing like, oh, we found a. So they find out she realizes that it's a trend because she's talking to her ex-husband or ex-boyfriend who's a cop. And they trace back and they notice that everyone who like. So she's affected by this because somebody killed himself in front of her. And then she finds out somebody was like, oh, yeah, she was just ever since she saw her teacher kill himself in front of her the week before. And then they find out that the teacher had seen someone kill kill himself in front of him. So they go back and they notice, oh, there's a trail of people that are witnessing suicides and then they kill themselves, which is super obvious. It, they're literally linked by police reports. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, they literally trace them down through police reports. Like, I'm pretty sure that trend would have been seen. Well, what I'm saying like, is, too, like, if that existed, maybe the cops wouldn't catch it right away because they got a lot of shit going on, right? And an obvious suicide, you know, usually there's like evidence, tons of evidence, right? They might be like, this is a suicide, it's weird, right? But like, at some point, a reporter would figure that out immediately because, like, especially well, yeah. newspapers print obituaries, they could find a, a pretty clear line. It's not hard, it's seven days. It's not like 10 years ago, this guy saw someone kill themselves, you know? It's like, no. Yeah, it's four all week. or seven days ago. Um, yeah, it's, it's wild. But so then the main character goes like, I know how to beat it. Basically, I'm going to go be alone. And then she even has like a good moment where the, this creature manifests, you know, this uh, trauma demon manifests as her mother, uh, which there's a whole backstory there. But she, a, she, her cop ex-boyfriend calls her and she's like, I'm going to go be alone. And like, she goes to her old childhood home that she still owns. Like he knows that exists. Like, of course he's going to yeah. show up. It's not fucking rocket science. And then she has like this whole scenario where like, she basically tricks it and it, it comes out and is like, I'm, I'm in your mind. You're tr You can't escape your mind. And she's like, well, you can't either. And then like snaps its wrist and sets it on fire. Then this whole dream sequence plays out basically. Well, you think it's real. She goes to the cop's house and it's like, I dumped you because I didn't want to let anyone get close. And you were the first time I ever felt myself opening up. And then she's like, can I just sleep here? And you can just like be with me while I sleep. And he's like, of course, whatever. And then he's like, I'll be with you forever. And he starts smiling. And she's like, no. And runs out of his house and is back at the 
the house that she set fire to and you're like oh shit she never left and then he shows up and then she fucking kills herself in front of him and then you see him catching it and it's the end right and it but there's like a moment you see a monster there's a lot to it but this is my problem is like she just did a dumb thing dies and then he's gonna have it now and i'm like if i wrote that movie again armchair screenwriter I'm having that cop immediately put a gun in his mouth and that's the end, right? Like, yeah, he knows so he, he can't get away from it other than this. And he just watched someone he like was in love with kill, you know, like he's a cop too. He's got a gun on his hip. He can easily, you know, like you, you're going to, I mean, not everyone, whatever. And I'm not to minimize the feeling of self ending thoughts, whatever, but you know, yeah, you're going to be inclined to do it at that point. Yeah, I I honestly really do feel like they for sure had the idea of him uh, killing himself there. And I really do think that cultural pussification made them not do it because they don't want to like I really think that in I, I really do feel that I feel that like that would have been the ending that should have been that would have taken the movie to a seven easily. Uh, if it would have ended, and even like you said, he just puts the gun in his mouth. We don't even have to see him blow his head off. Yeah, yeah. But it would have really been something because now we just know, like, oh, now he's going to catch it. Like, yeah, because he doesn't know. At one point, they find somebody who got away from it, and turns out that you can pass it along if you murder somebody in front of a witness. So as long as you murder, which I still don't get how. This, how, how do they catch the smile thing? Because I thought the whole smiling was the part of it. Maybe you have to smile while you're doing it. I don't know. Yeah. But um, he doesn't know that. So I, I really do feel like – I feel like they wanted to do that. I don't know. Hopefully there's a commentary or something or hopefully they do an, a, an AMA or something. I would really like to see them answer that question. Like, hey, man, um, did you really just not think of that as an ending? Because – like you're a filmmaker, like you should be able to think of that. You just kind of gave us a. It seems like, like it a just studio. Ends. It seems like a studio note. You know what I mean? Like we need see. We yeah, need like, to do a oh, sequel. We can't have that. This is gonna. This is getting a lot of attention. We need to do a sequel. And they probably filmed a couple endings. You always see that with these kind of movies. There's usually an alternate ending. Yeah. So we'll see when that when like you know that comes out because I'm really curious to see if they shot that ending because. It kind of almost bothers me that they didn't do that because it's really obvious that that should be the ending that he. Yeah. I mean, because like, how else would he stop it? Like, I mean, you want to sequel bait this? This isn't the kind of movie that gets a, like needs a sequel. And it's only gonna get ruined by a sequel. They never are better. Yeah, it's just gonna be lame. Yeah. But overall, it is enjoyable, and if you like horror movies, and especially like low stakes ones you know that's what i would call this is kind of low stakes it's just a fun little you know classic probably like it reminds me of like early 2000s horror movie yeah hmm. but yeah i still recommend it um but fuck yeah it was fun and it is october so it's spooky time so i do believe i will be starting 
Visage this weekend, which is a spooky game. I'm not going to come out and be like, it's October, so I'm only playing horror games. I'm not Hell no, that. Odyssey still exists, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not bro, doing Bro, you played Moonscars like... with me for an hour, and then you were like, anyways. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, dude, because I was like, I was like, I was going to play something, I'm having fun. Because I've been dragging myself through games, and yeah. like, I'm enjoying this one. And there's still like, fun shit to find. I still, I've only found one monster there's four more to go the best is you were streaming and i was watching and i you opened your cultist menu and i was like my guy there's so many that you can reveal and you were like what and i'm like the highlight yeah, i didn't realize and you were like oh shit i'm finding and killing all of them and that's what yeah, you did. That i did <laughs> i realized when they get highlighted you can unveil them so i didn't see yeah, i think i had like 11 of them and i went and killed them all yeah, and they're um, fun little fights. The only one I didn't like was the boat one because I don't like boat combat very much. Um, yeah, it's a little rough. You you really have to level your boat up a yeah, lot. Yeah, I spent a bunch of money doing that. It was annoying. Um, it gets worse. It gets really, yeah. really expensive. Like late game boat stuff, it's a lot, dude. It's well, like and I'm almost like hesitant to kill the cultists I can because I'm only level 19 now, you know, and I'm going to kill them at level 19 and get gear that I could wait and they'll probably be much stronger versions, you know? Yeah, I guess you could do that. Uh, but, you could also just upgrade gear. Yeah, but it gets expensive too. You run out of materials quite a bit. If you're not breaking things down, like I break all grays and whites down, but like blues and pinks, like I usually don't, but I need to start because they give you more materials. Uh, I break everything down that isn't gold because really? you can't break down the gold. It's uh, legendary. Um, but yeah, I'm going to play Visage this weekend. Spooky time. And then maybe at some point I'll try Outlast. I've heard Outlast is scary. I don't have Outlast, yeah, I but I good. have Outlast 2. But I don't know if I want to buy Outlast 1 just to play it once. I just I, – I, I, I don't want to just be buying willy-nilly. Like I just bought Moonscars willy-nilly. I really could have just like not. I could have <laughs> let you play it the first night and seen it and being like, oh, that's cool. I'll go play Blasphemous. But um, we'll see. I have Outlast 2. Maybe I'll try that. But first is Visage, which I look forward to playing that because it's spooky. But yeah. I'm yawning. Um, sorry. Sorry. I was yawning. <laughs> you're good. Cool. So let's get into some news, huh? Yeah. So we've got some news. First thing I'm going to do is we're going to go ahead and talk some Street Fighter Six for a moment. We did get a fuck ton of news back during the Tokyo Game Show. Uh, I wasn't able to go over last week. So... Street Fighter 6, we don't have a release date yet. It's usually February. Probably not going to be February. We're hoping for April. We don't know. We have no idea. Though, someone did find something. In the last update for Street Fighter 5, they released a Capcom arcade stage with like Capcom characters in the background. And there is a busted up car. And the license plate for the car says see ya 4183 or some shit which looks oh, like it translates to shit. like april 18th yeah. 23 and it says see ya april 18 3 which 23 so people are thinking like holy shit is that an easter egg they put in and they're gonna try to... but i don't know i don't i don't see why they would code hard code a, a date into a game like that but it definitely means something because cya see ya and then a Clearly almost a date. Uh, so we're hoping we're going to get a release. Anyways, we got 
a crazy reveal at Tokyo Game Show. I know I'm late. If you're not paying attention to Street Fighter stuff, fuck yeah, dude. Go look it up. Tons of information. Tons of tons of stuff. So we got four more characters revealed. We've got Ken, Dalsim, Honda, Blanca. They're all evolved. This is great. Every, there was a huge rumor before that, oh, Ken's homeless now, and the wife took the kids. That's not what happened. Apparently what happened is Ken is pretty much in hiding now because he's been – he's under some accusations that are accusing him of, like, funding illegal activities or some shit, which actually is pretty fucking awesome story-wise if you think about it. There is a, a time story-wise when Bison was controlling Ken, and who knows what he made him do during that time. Like, what if he made him transfer money? What if, like, what if somehow some of Ken's billions of dollars, millions of the Masters Fund, was somehow funneled or used to do any of the Shadowloo or SIN stuff? So we don't know. All we know is that, like, Ken is kind of in the dump, so he had to abandon his family and kind of go underground. And he's kind of, like, on his own right now because he is kind of a wall. He's like a fugitive almost. He's being sought after for possibly having something to do with his criminal with funding a criminal organization. And then comes the whole idea of holy fuck man, what if he did it? I don't think he did it though. Uh so that's a really cool thing. Uh Dalsim's just being Dalsim, whatever dog. He's just fucking being yoga man. Uh Honda's back. He now runs his awesome restaurant with his Chenko stew thing and he's never gotten to get his Yokozuna title because he's been uh traveling and street fighting and he's working on his restaurant so much so I think he's actually focusing now on staying put and actually like getting his Yokozuna title and then Blanca's story is basically he is now an adventure guide and whatever who gives a fuck they showed us how the game, the characters play, and they play fucking great, man. They've got new shit. They've got new tools like a motherfucker. Like, Ken has, like, two or three new special moves that are kicks that are fucking great. Move lists are out there. Uh, it looks un- incredible. So what's really great about what they're doing this time is it seems like they're giving everybody all of the tools they have ever had all at once. So instead of like, oh, we're going to give Ken this overhead kick from CVS2, but we're going to take this away. No, just give him everything. Everybody has all of their tools and then some, which is really fucking great. Even their V-Trigger stuff from like uh, five, some of them are retaining them. As you can see Honda using some of his prayer V-Trigger shit from that. Um, Honda has a fucking run which is wild. He has a sumo step, which is a command. It's like a it's like a, a short command dash. And the thing with Honda is he's really fast. His motions are fast, and he's really strong, but his walk speed isn't that fast. But now he has a fucking command run, so he can kind of like shimmy up to you and fuck you up. So that's super exciting. Uh, Dawson can like fucking shoot fireballs from the air now, which is freaking crazy. Blanca seems to have... A ball attack 
from the air, which is basically like a dive kick type thing, which is wild. He can also put down these Blanca Chan dolls and electrify them, and then they work with different properties, and they are like these weird, wacky trap projectile things now. So Blanca is now some sort of trap character, which is freaking super crazy. So it's really nuts. It's really great how the characters are looking, how they're playing. Also, we know now everybody has three super moves. That's fucking great. So everybody has a level one, a level two, and a level three super. And then also, if you perform your level three with less than 30% health, you have a super critical version of the super, which is fucking nuts. We also have been noticing wild shit like Ken comboing after a standard level three super, which is which is fucking wild. Like, for you to do a super move and then be able to continue a combo after it has never, like, pretty much never been done. It's very unlikely. And this goes back to things that we've seen before where people are comboing into command grabs, which is, it just shows that what they're doing combat-wise is not only are they they're giving everybody all the tools that they've had before, and they're opening up the possibility for more options, so it really looks as though the combat is evolving into a really a really great great thing. So that's all looking really great. They also showed us a bunch more stuff about the game. They showed us world tour mode which sure looks a little janky but like fuck it man, I'm all in for it. Let's go. The world tour mode you're basically going to create your own character you can pick your what you look like you can design your character dress them up whatever and then you're working for buckler which is a security company that luke works for and he's like your trainer that's how the story mode starts is you're like a trainee at this security company called buckler and uh what you'll be doing is you'll be running around Metro City and you'll be meeting the other street fighters. They will be masters and then they will be teaching you moves. So you will have your character and then you could learn different moves from different other characters, meaning you'll be able to have a created street fighter and you'll be able to customize their move set. And while you're running around in the world, you're not just running into like the characters from the game, you're running into other kind of created NPCs. So there'll be like fun, different NPC characters to fight with weirdo movesets. Uh, and that just seems to be super awesome. I'm super intrigued and in really liking what that looks like. They show like weird traversal things like learning either the hurricane, the helicopter kick from spinning bird kick from Chun or using like the sumo head dive or the dalsim yoga float to like float over gaps across buildings to find secret areas so there'll be like a world to explore and find secrets in and obviously there's going to probably be a bunch of easter eggs everywhere which will be awesome uh also it's world tour mode so they are saying like you'll start off in metro city but you will be going to other locations in the world because it's fucking street fighter my idea and my thought of what they should do is is that Ken, you should meet Ken as a master, and he 
should still have the keys to an old airplane hangar and he should have a little biplane in there. And when you want to go anywhere else like India or Brazil to meet Dalsim or Blanca, you go to the fucking hangar and you get the little Brazil and you get the little airplane thing like from old school. I think that would be cool as an explanation of how you get places. Like I don't expect them to build an entire India stage. I imagine it would be just like, you know, you go to the little air hangar and then you go to the airplane and pick, I want to go to India and you see the little airplane thing. And then like, I don't know, maybe you're like in like a couple square blocks of India to go meet Dalsim and learn how to fucking do yoga flame. Um, so that looks really cool. The world tour mode looks like it's going to be fun. I'm not sure. We're not sure if that's going to be where the story is completely told. I'm still hoping for a legit, like I'm still hoping for, Character endings. Uh, I would like a separate story mode, but I'm pretty sure this it, it's just going to be all through that. But we don't know. They also did show us the battle hub, I believe what it's called, which looks really cool. Each one's gonna it's basically a server room, which is going to be limited to 100 characters each, uh, which is going to be where you can go in with your avatar and walk around and you can go up to arcade cabs and you can fight other people. So you could do player matches. You can, that's probably where you can go to do tournaments. But they also showed things like there's arcade cabinets that have old classic games. So you could like meet your friend, both be playing Street Fighter 6 and be like, yo, meet me in the battle hub and then go up to an arcade cabinet and you guys can go play Final Fight or you can play Street Fighter 2 or old games so there's going to be like an old arcade so you can play old arcade games and shit there's like a dj area where you can go and like play music and like uh i don't know have your emote dance or whatever or just hang out like it's like a social hub slash game hub and it looks really neat like i'm super stoked about that because i'm super stoked about the game uh, then they also showed us Extreme Battle, which I think looks a bit jank, but whatever, the more the better. It's basically mini games, so there's going to be different types of mini games that you can play. Things like you can do one in Spain during the bull run, where instead of a life bar, you've got like a set number of points, like let's say five, and while you two are fighting, you'll hear a bull. And then a bull will run across the screen so you can like avoid it or use it to your advantage or try to like whatever. And basically like instead of health, it's points on knockdown. So if I knock you down or if you hit the ground, boom, you lost a, a point, whatever. There's also other things like these big electrical things or the one that looks kind of cool is basically they put a ball in the middle of the screen and then you can hit the ball towards each other and it's kind of like a Tekken ball type thing uh that kind of stuff i can give or take i don't really care for it i'll try it once or so just for fun i might play the ball one a few times but um i don't really see myself really caring about those gimmicky things too much but it's a good party game thing it's a good it's just extra content is better than like more content is better than less content i would imagine uh when it comes to that kind of shit so i'm down for it so i believe i believe that's about it yeah we got the battle hub the world tour fighting ground is just the actual fights itself the you know there's a lot of mechanics they've been showing but um 
Yeah, that's it. We're just waiting for more information. Yeah, I guess we're waiting uh, for release date info at this point, right? Yeah, we're waiting for release date. Oh, and then they also did pretty much. Uh, they did play. So if you like, look up Tokyo Game Show Street Fighter Six footage, and you'll see like they played the intro movie to the sto- to the world tour mode. And it's very cool. It's got cool kind of hip hop music, and it's got like a f- cool announcer talking. It's very, very cool. And uh, they're showing art of all those leaked characters. So that roster we saw is legit. That's the that's the roster. That's the all the characters and the official art. The, the except uh, there was twenty two or twenty one. There were 22 characters, and they've only shown 18. So it looks like our starting roster is 18, and four of those characters are fucking DLC, which obviously, these the fighting games, yeah, they always, they have always seasons. Have, yeah, yeah. So it looks like our first season of DLC is most likely going to be Rashid, Ed, Akuma, and this new character named Aki, or AKI. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. I'd imagine. Hopefully they're in the game, and they're just, like, hidden. But we do get the full roster, and what they've shown is great. We've got 11 characters that we know from the game now, and it just looks fucking great. And it looks like the presentation is awesome. They've released a lot of the characters' theme songs. They are fucking great. The music is super good this time. I mean, when, when is it not? The music's always incredible in every Street Fighter game. So... I don't know. That's about it. But Street Fighter Six is going to be awesome, and I'm going to be there, and we'll be playing it when it comes out. But we don't know when that's going to be. Hell, yeah! I'm Fuck glad yeah. you got um, a ton of info, and I know that it was very exciting. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't personally worry. You know, I don't really play these kind of games because I suck at them. <laughs> but it's nice to see the genre getting love. You know, we got Tekken Eight coming. We got Street Fighter Six. Like, there's a lot going on. There's two fighters that came out this year, right? Um, you had the one... Yeah, um, the DNF Duel, which I have something to say in a second about that. But DNF Duel... Uh, Grand Blue. Didn't Grand Blue come out? No, Grand Blue was like two years ago. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, and Strive was last year, I guess. But, you know, fighting games are doing they're doing well right now. And they're pretty great. You, you should trigger your Grand Blue before tonight. It goes away tomorrow. I did. It's a good game. Oh, you did? It's yeah, a good yeah. game. It's got an RPG mode and it's got simple controls and it's Grand Blue's pretty cool. Um problem though with DNF Duel, which is the first uh thing on the news. Uh so DNF Duel's got a big problem. Basically, it's balanced to shit. It's got really bad balancing in it. So there's really, really big problems in that game where like you can get hit stunned. Like to death, basically. Like there's a character named Striker, and like Seth sent me a video once. He's like, "Watch this," and some like the Striker attacks a dude, and the guy blocks, and the Striker uses that hit stun and just takes them to death. And it, oh. that's a really bad thing to have in your fighting game. Like it's broken. It also has a ton of infinites. Infinites are just infinite combos where you cannot stop the combo, and you're stuck in an infinite loop. Yes, the person doing the infinite has to be able to perform it, which is very difficult, but still your game shouldn't have that. Like, you shouldn't be able to stunlock somebody until they die in a competitive fighting game. So it was really, really bad on launch. Like, people found the meta and figured out how the game was, and it was just, it's like some 
like footage is horrendous, you know, and it's also like when you go online and you find somebody like that, which every day more people get into that cheese ranking, it's it's disheartening to play. It's just tough because it's not bal it's not really balanced and especially when you have a roster and the meta raises to the top where there's four characters and it's like, oh, if you're not playing these four characters, you're going to lose. And it's like, fuck, man, but there's like 18 characters. I want to play other ones. Uh, that fucks it up. So they did put a patch out to kind of help it out a little bit, and that's fine. It's still it's still not good enough. So they know their game's doing bad. They came out with an announcement, and they're saying, hey, we're still working on it. Uh, we're working on a patch. And don't worry, it's only going to be buffs for characters. Oh, shit. And that's kind of a fucking wild thing because everybody's already wonky and crazy and a lot of characters are overpowered so they're saying like they're not gonna nerf anyone they're just gonna make everyone even fucking crazier which i don't know how that's gonna turn out it it sounds in a way like whoa how crazy could that be that might be wild but we don't know so they did say like they didn't talk about any dlc or anything which is weird because we're like hey man Where's the support for this game? Where are where's more single player content? Where are any DLC characters? But they did say one thing where they said we have a we have something coming to the game, something bigger coming to the game, but we can't tell you what it is yet. And the fact that they didn't say, "Hey, we have characters coming" is very weird. So I'm wondering, like, man, is it going to be, like, a final update? Like, is this game about to just die in its first year? Uh, so we don't know. So it's up in the air. It's a bummer. I really did like that game a lot. I really I really liked the Grappler character. He was really fucking awesome karate man. And I did enjoy my time with the game. So I, I probably will pick it up again at some point. But... Man, what a bummer that they kind of dropped the ball. Like it's the game's not getting the support that we really would like to see it have. But we're gonna get an update and it's gonna be all buffs and we'll see how that is. So that's it for that. Sweet. Um, next one is also one of mine. Uh fucking phenomenal news. You do not have to purchase the lackluster Valkyrie Elysium, which looks great. And guess what? It's a good game. Valkyrie Elysium is getting Decent reviews. A lot of people are saying it's good. It's what it's basically being said is it's good if you're like, if you miss like the old like PS3 style games, like a very simple action oriented action RPG type thing. And um, like this kind of is kind of like a throwback style action RPG game. I'm not really, I played the demo and I thought it was okay. But I was going to buy the Digital Deluxe Edition for $75 fucking dollars because I want to play the original version of Valkyrie Profile because that's how you get it. Uh, turns out that when that does release in December, you should be able to buy it separately. So I'm once that is super official and out there and I can really like point to it and it's out, I'll definitely recommend it. But... Um, it looks like it's going to be either $24.99 or $29.99. So $25, $30 $25, for Valkyrie Profile Lenith in December should be great. So I do look forward to that. That's going to be a for sure, for sure buy. Um, Valkyrie Profile Elys or Valkyrie Elysium. I don't know if I'm going to play that game. 
even if it was on sale or even if it was free, I'm not sure I like the game enough. I think her character model looks great, but that's not enough for me to play it. Uh, but yeah, Elysium will, I mean, Valkyrie Profile will be coming out a la carte and we will be able to play that. Nice. I've never played it. I might pick it up. Just because I, I yeah, you should look into it at least. Yeah. At least look look at it. No, I mean, it's a game that's like so highly regarded that I know I need to probably play through it. Yeah. Or at least try it. It's Yeah, I just hope you'll like the combat. I think the combat's awesome. It's just kind of a, a weird... It's different. You, you haven't played a game like it before. Yeah, I'll have to look it up and see when it comes out, how it looks, and, and how it plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so uh, in news Stadia. in news, no one cares about, really, because hence why it's happening, <laughs> Stadia is shutting down next year. Google Stadia, which is a, what, streaming game? Streaming service. That yeah. they, like, didn't support at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, they had a deal. They had a... Uh, like they were proposed a deal with Kojima to make a follow up or something for Death Stranding, and they turned it down. Oh shit! <laughs> they turned it down because it wouldn't be a multiplayer focused game that wouldn't make money. Yeah, and then they released zero <laughs> games. I mean, have they released yeah. any games? Well, yeah. I mean, um, there's a lot of games are on it. Red well, Dead, yeah, or... like. It's just games are yeah, but why would anyone buy that? Streaming's never going to be as good as having a console. You know what I mean? Like having a downloaded game to something. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean Nintendo's kind of doing something like that. Nintendo's releasing games on the cloud, and it's like I think it's a similar thing. I think Nintendo's releasing games through like you stream only, and it's like games yeah, that the Switch games can't are handle. A lot less- yeah no, no the weird thing is though it's it's games that are bigger and weirder like shit like doom eternal or some shit oh, really? the it's it's like weird the games that nintendo is streaming through their cloud uh i don't have it off the top of my head but it's like bigger games i don't know why they're doing it but they're doing it for some reason i don't know i, I feel like I, I feel like it's almost like games too big for their cartridges are being done through a streaming service um through like the nintendo cloud or something like that. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, who the fuck's playing Stadia? Like, I saw this one article. It was like a Stadia player with 6,000 plus hours on Red Dead Redemption 2 begs Rockstar for a character transfer file. <laughs> hey, man, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> He's stuck with the Google thing, I guess. I so what are you fucking hit. doing, man? Has it even been 6,000 hours since the Stadia came out? Like, it's 19, I think. Yeah, 2018 or 19, yeah. Uh, I don't know. He better. He must have some. He must revealed early 2019. (laughs) He must have some good internet to be playing Red Dead 2 on a streaming service. Yeah. Just let me download the shit, bro. Damn it. Odyssey, Cyberpunk, and Doom Eternal. Cyberpunk, from what I'm reading, actually played better on Stadia than any (laughs) other system. (laughs) Somehow. Woof, woof. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's probably for something for like regions and people who don't have access to. Uh, but then, if you have the internet to stream a game like Cyberpunk, you have the bandwidth and internet to just download it. 
it says they were trying to set up their own exclusives, but shut it down by February 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> they failed so much. Like, that's what I'm like, saying. They, they just bailed right away. Yeah, they didn't care about it. It's one of those things. This is like everybody thought. Remember, Amazon was going to start making games. Netflix is doing it. It's like you don't realize that you're looking at an industry that like everybody yeah everybody who's in it and at the top has been making games for years and like yeah game development companies come and go right like a new ones can come and make a hit like holy shit what you know like the valheim guys but like pcs have existed steam has existed for 20 years you know like playstations have existed in some form for almost 30 years now you know yeah and you know xbox again another 20 something years it's like yeah, these, this isn't something you just go like, I'm going to release a thing. <laughs> and, it, and when and these companies just, go into gaming, they end up just making shitty predatory mobile games. Yeah. Or in this case, just being like, here's another place to play your games when everyone has a means to play. No one was clamoring for a streaming, like a Chromecast with a fucking shitty <laughs> controller. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Stadia. Fuck you, Stadia. Fuck you, Google. Uh, yeah. In more fuck yous, Twitch is now <laughs> taking more money from people that make more money than we do on, on so Twitch, obviously. The interesting about this is it actually got like data mined and leaked months ago. We had talked about it a little bit on here. Yeah. How, uh, partners were going to start getting gypped, and like some started bailing then. Yeah. Just at the root. Yeah, they of did. It. But now it like is officially coming out. Man, yeah, it's happening next February or this February. The or something crazy like? thing is, is like a lot of the stuff I've read on it is a lot of people think it's just like Amazon doing this huge cash grab before it just Twitch just is done in like two to three years. That's it's probably like they're smart. Just they're trying to cash grab it because they're not making any money off of it, and it's just like they don't want to invest. How are they not making it? money? There's a lot of money there, though. It's probably smart though because these things money with it. Yeah, these things come and go. I feel like you know, it's like I don't know. Keep costs more than what they get off of like partners being on here. I guess probably. Yeah, I guess like we would have never thought MySpace would have gone out of business. Yeah, we would have thought that would have been forever. Um, God, I wish it was. I miss MySpace. (laughs) I I I wish I still had access to mine, dude. I I lost. I lost music and photos and stuff, and but um, yeah. So it looks like what they're doing is is they're still letting the and this is only for partners. So people like us don't need to worry about this. This is only when you're partner status. And what it is is they're still letting their so their split originally was seventy thirty. So what they're doing is is they're letting them keep their seventy percent of their first hundred thousand dollars, and anything after that it's being split fifty fifty. Okay. Which now is that guaranteed like, to everybody, or is that specialty like contracted thing? The the contract is if you're if you make partner. Yeah, but like you can I, make I partner, saw some but, people had special like individuals also. Got, oh, I'm sure uh, something like a Pokemon or a yeah. PewDiePie gets to sit down because people like Pokemon and PewDiePie are bringing in over a million dollars a year, right. and. Yeah, and I imagine there's partners who aren't even going to hit that $100,000 a year. So they're going to keep their 70-30 split. But for enormous – so this really doesn't fucking matter because, like, anybody making that kind of cash off of Twitch 
is making more money off of G Fuel and all their sponsorships and shit. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it does affect Twitch in the end. Like, I don't want to see it go anywhere because I like using it and I don't want to have to hop around and I think it's pretty decent. Um, but I mean, whatever happens to it, we're always going to have something. Like, I don't know, we use it and I like using it. And I would, uh, I would hate to like have to go into the wildlands of like, well, yeah, starting fresh, is starting over, and yeah. which one should we use? And I kind of just like where we're at, and I like, I like it. I mean, I believe YouTube's making moves too with it. I think they lowered what it takes to be like start monetizing with streaming on there too. Yeah, recently. a lot of a lot of people are moving to YouTube because YouTube straight up legit no bullshit has a better like money deal like you like you you make more money at youtube like if right. you're an, if you're a, cre- a content creator that is like where you can like you know like not like us we're like you know we're nickel and like we're nickel and diamond here and there like oh cool thanks bone thanks m haws you know what i mean like we thank all of our subscrib- subscribers fuck yeah you guys are the best thank you so much um but when you're dealing with people who have thousands and thousands of subscribers like those kind of people it is 100 percent more beneficial for them to go to youtube immediately because their cut is just bigger but then you got to try to get your people to switch over and even if somebody i did like went to youtube like i may not use it because i'm just used to twitch i'm used to how it works uh i'm not really yeah sure i pay for youtube premium and shit but like i don't use my youtube for live stuff i use it to watch spooky story videos and leon lush like you know what i mean like uh i love leon but, lush yeah i used to hate him and lately i just i watch it at night sometimes just to have a little giggle yeah he's funny i like <laughs> brain <him>. worms <laughs> i like brain worms yeah oh it's so funny but um, I, this is why i decided not to become a partner on on twitch honestly i was like i just i see that this is gonna not be worth it <laughs> yeah uh so we'll see um another news uh which a lot of people don't give a fuck about but your boy's excited in two days or for you guys one day october 5th playstation stars will officially launch which is just a loyalty program for playstation players uh, which I think is cool. I'm all about it. There is a hubbub, though. So technically what Sony's doing is is with the PlayStation Stars thing, if you are in the upper tiers of PlayStation Stars, meaning like you purchase certain games and you do other things, you're going to have access to a higher tier of customer service Basically, you will be prioritized in like queues or whatever. Maybe you have a different number or you'll have a customer service code you can use. And a lot of people. What it was is in tests like in Japan, it's already like noticeable that that's happening. Yeah. Um, A lot of people are upset about that because they're like, that's not fair. I mean, I never I don't really expect corporations to be. Like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I kind of understand because I would understand that if you have a company, you would want to give premium service to the people who support your company the most. Right. Uh, so like, yeah, like if you have like, I don't know, don't like some like Sam's clubs or BJ's clubs have like different tiers, platinum card, or it's like MasterCard. You can have a MasterCard, 
a gold MasterCard, a platinum MasterCard, or a black MasterCard, you have a different phone number you call and you get different levels of service. So I do understand that. But also what I do understand is somebody like me who is going to be on the top rung of this Sony echelon because I live that Sony pony life. I'm not going to need as much customer service because I already know like the people who are really going to need it are like, no offense, like the dumb dumps who just bought a PlayStation and don't know how it works. And like the the grandma who bought a gift card for their kid and doesn't know how to use it. <laughs> You know, like those are the people who are calling the customer service numbers. I mean, maybe they want to like separate that shit. Like I used to call PlayStation a lot during the PS3 era because I would need for them to change which console was my uh, primary console. Like every time I'd buy a new console, I'd be like, I need you to switch it. When my idiot self just didn't realize I could go into the system settings and, and do that kind of shit. So I would have them doing really simple stuff. They would tell me like, hey, man, you can do this shit on your own. But I used to be like, nah, I'd rather have you do it because you're PlayStation. So I was literally using up their resources when I could have just learned how to do it. Um, but yeah, apparently a lot of people have a big problem with this and they think it's a really terrible thing and it's super unethical. And I don't know, it makes sense to me when it comes to like business and why you would hold your higher value customers in a higher value. Uh but I guess Honestly, it's not like most people wouldn't even notice it. It's just because some people really dug into it, got the research and an article came out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, in the end, most people would never. They probably actually already have been doing it for years based on, like all companies, like you said, do this shit already. Like, it's just this. Somebody, you know, did research, noticed it and made an article. Yeah, is, it's like not. Steam. That's it. Yeah. It's like, it's not equitable. You're not being fair. I don't know. I but did yeah. see something, and maybe you already know, um, and maybe it's already like a known thing, but I saw something where it's actually like the points um, will actually be able to oh, be yeah. used for purchasing games and stuff in the future, or potentially. Yeah, yeah. So finally, we're getting, because I know Xbox had this before with... Uh, achievement points right well you'll finally be able to use some of your loyalty points and just convert them into real money which yeah, is fucking great do that shit. <laughs> yeah that's probably good you probably have yourself a nice gift card yeah, so yeah so nice you're going to be able to convert uh your loyalty points because what they're going to do we haven't seen what they are yet actually i need to look it up to see what they are in japan but they're going to be triggers like there'll be like a clue will be like a song and the song will be a clue to a certain game and they'll be like launch this game and you'll get a couple of points or complete this task in this game get this trophy or whatever and they'll just add to this like imaginary grouping of points and then if you do certain things they'll give you like oh here's a here's a model of a PSP and it'll be like a 3D model of a PSP that you can look at it doesn't do anything it's it's not an NFT like whoever gets that all has the same one but like you can share them you, you can't share them but like you can let people look at your collection of stuff like that which i think it's cool i like little tchotchkes and knickknacks and collectible things but also those points you accrue you can either i'm sure there'll be like a rewards thing where you can either turn it into points or i don't know this week you know turn 500 points to five dollars or uh this week you can oh get the assassin's creed odyssey dlc for 200 points or whatever 
so we'll see. I don't know what specifically it is, but we're going to find out on the 5th. And I'm super excited because I really like PlayStation. So I'm looking forward to that, seeing what it is. And hopefully it's cool and it's fun and it gives us something to do. And hopefully they bring back PlayStation Home so I could show off my trophies. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. Uh, in other news, Armor Wars is now going to be a movie instead of a series, which is probably for the best. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm happy they can condense it. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was unnecessary to turn that into a series. I mean, we'll see how um, Riri Williams plays out in um, Black Panther, Black Panther. 2, which I got Wakanda my tickets. Forever. Got my tickets for that today, and uh, so that's you cool. See the new trailer? Yeah, I think it looks good. Um, yeah, where she irons, she hits the heart out of. The sea. Yeah, we see her flying around in the suit. Yeah. We see the new Black Panther suit. Yep. We see the uh, fucking. Just so you know, Black Panther is. Yeah. Panthress. Um, it is definitely female Black Panther, and I agree with you. Like, why I watched it a few more times. Shuri definitely has the dots that are on the mask on yeah, her face in yeah. that one picture. So maybe that's like a nod, like giving us like, hey, guess what? <laughs> yeah, nice. and it makes sense. It's in the family. But I would have, I would agree with you that I think it should have been Black Panther's girlfriend, whose name I can't remember. Um, yeah, she just seemed a little more like uh, fight yeah. uh, trained and stuff. But Shuri has time. And honestly, like everything I've seen of her, she just looks like hardened and like yeah. you know like she looks tough as hell so i'm actually really excited because i loved her in the first movie so yeah i agree she looks she also looks ripped in like all the new like imagery mm-hmm. like she looks like she's like cut up pretty buff but yeah i'm kind of wondering if iron heart's gonna take her place in it sort of like as her, like her role yeah in yeah the like the movie like the comical kind of like loosey-goosey character that has a little bit of humor to her because Shuri obviously is going to be like, yeah, you know, she's lost everything angry. basically. Yeah, right. Her, I was <laughs> so. laughing with Jesse in the the trailer came on in because he hadn't seen any of the trailers when we went and saw Smile, and I was like, it's weird because their mom. I had seen the first one. Oh, their mom clearly says my entire family is dead <laughs> while her daughter is right there. Like, bruh, <laughs> what you mean, bro? I'm right here. Your entire yeah, family. Like, there's in, four of us. And you do two know. Of us are dead. You do Half know the word entire means entire, right? <laughs> but Namor flying around with his little feet wings was dope. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm seeing it on that Thursday keep... night, too. So he's supposed to be a, a mutant, too? Like Yeah, I believe like so. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. We're seeing a lot. And then we're getting Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, which is cool. So that, this Oh, is... yeah, that, too. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. So It'll be fun. Apparently, an Onimusha and a near anime coming to Netflix. Uh, yeah. So Onimusha, we don't have anything on yet. Near, there is a trailer. It's near Automata, so it's two Bs, fucking sexy bondage looking ass. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I'm not really Whoa. big into near. Holy shit! The fucking Onimusha anime is going to be directed by Takashi Miike, who's one of my favorite fucking directors. He directed Ichi the Killer. He's directed a fuckload of movies in Japan. Well, that's great. Yeah, he's amazing. He he directed some of my favorite J-horror movies back in the day. I mean, Ichi the Killer is incredible. Happiness of the Catacories, if you've never... Yeah, if you've never seen Happiness of the Catacories, it's fucking awesome. 
And Miike is a huge samurai guy. Like he did uh, Twelve Samurais, I think was the name of it. He's done a bunch of shit, and that's he's, good. Then. He's fucking awesome. So yeah, yeah. Onimusha is a great, fucking great video game. Sir, I hope this means they're gonna do something. If they could at least port the rest of the games, they they remastered the first one, which is you know cool and all, but like port the other ones, asshole. Two and four are really great. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited for that. Onimusha is, and we do have art be, by the way from Onimusha. That's what they're showing in that article you linked. Um, oh, there's a trailer in there. No trailer, just oh. art. Oh, art. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 there was, there's screenshots of it, but there's oh, no trailer. Okay. Yeah, but it there's is a trailer for near. It's definitely 3D, 2D stuff, which I'm growing used to because of Netflix, because um, they yeah. do that a lot, and it looks fine. Like I I don't mind it too much as long as you pay you give it the attention it needs. You know. Yeah, it's like 3D models on a hand-drawn background. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I will for sure be watching that. Because that used to be on my list, like, favorite game series of all time, Street Fighter, Mega Man, Castlevania, Metal Gear, Onimusha. And then Dark Souls went over Onimusha because it's just that nothing's come out. Yeah, they have they did the they remake, just, which I own a physical copy of, and I have not It's not even it. a remake. It's just a remaster. They just. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they just. it's just the same old tanky game. And, uh, you know, I like it, but two is really where it's at for me and four. Agreed. Um, two was and I, fucking amazing. And I like amazing. three. Everybody fucking makes fun of three, but two is the is the awesomest one, I think, with Jubei Yagyu. Uh, so we'll see what this anime is. I will definitely watch it. The near one, I'm sure it's going to come out. I'm sure it's going to be cool. I will maybe watch some of it. I doubt I'll watch all of it. I'm just not really that big in the near. Me I wish either. I was. But it looks really good. The art, I'm just looking at the gift they put up. It's very nice. Yeah, I wish I was into I I really loved the first near game when it came out in 2009. But I just couldn't do it with Automata. It was just bored. Oh, shit. And I just saw your next one about Trick or Treat sequel. Holy fuck. I didn't even realize. Oh, yeah. yeah, There's a legit uh, sequel for Trick or Treat, which is in very active development currently. So, hell yeah, dude. That's very cool. Well, he did mention it isn't greenlit. It's just in very active development, which is interesting. But, I mean, they're doing a a theater release for uh, Trick or Treat 1. Actually, this Friday, shit, or the 6th. So, that's what, Thursday? Uh, I'm gonna look hmm. up tickets at Regal, uh, and then AMC will have it on the 21st. Um, and the two th- wait, Trick or Treat is being released in Regal theaters. Yeah, October 9th. Nice. I'm gonna look up uh to see if if I can get tickets early for it. Also, did we ever talk about the um Last of Us trailer dropping? Oh no, we know. didn't. It dropped after the episode, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I've never played the game, so I'll say, like, for me, it looks interesting and, like, something I'll definitely watch. It um, looks... Plus, I love Mando, so... Yeah, and um, that girl whose name I can't Whatever remember... Whatever his name is. I don't know the yeah, actor's name. <laughs> that girl, I can't remember her name. She's a great actress. She was great in uh, Game of Thrones. She was um, Jorah. No, one She's of the, the young uh, yeah. girl from the north. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, the queen, the the queen <laughs> beyond the wall, or whatever. You know, the, she was great. Yeah, they kind of fucked her up, and it was sad when she died because she did some badass shit. But um, She's such a hard ass. I loved her. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks really good, and they're doing a lot of scenes directly from the game. So I'm excited for it. I mean, I don't think she necessarily looks like Ellie, but 
she doesn't have to 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 kind of take that rollover oh, for yeah, me. Lee. Like yeah. 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 It looks great though, and Pedro Pascal's amazing, so I'm um, I'm in. That's what it is, Pedro Pascal, right? Yeah. Um, cool. So what's next? We've got Trick or Treat sequel in development. We've got the original dropping in theaters. Regals are hitting on Thursday. Um, Jesse, I don't know what you're doing Thursday, but maybe we can go see it. Yeah, what time? Uh, so there's a 6.15 at Cypress Creek. Um, oh, I'll be fucked because I I work until 6. Okay. So I wouldn't be able, okay. I, I'm probably out because I wouldn't be able to get to a theater until at least 7.15. And also I'm going to be dead fucking tired. Yeah, sure. Okay. Thursdays Thursdays are rough for me now. Thursdays are like 10-hour days. Trick or treat. Oh, dude. It's if fun. You can, Watch it. It's if fun. You, <laughs> if you like anthology horror, um, it's very fun. Um, let's see. Broward Mall has... Uh, I don't I think they have up it. with old uh, Tales from the Crypt and watched it every Saturday night, I believe it was. Nice. Yeah, I used awesome. to come on Saturday yeah, nights. Yeah, dude. Tales from the Crypt yeah. was the shit. Actually, they're playing Halloween Ends in theater uh, on Thursday at the fucking Broward Mall one. Anyways, we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll look it up and see. And then yeah. the final piece of news and other news of shit that never needed to be done. There's a remaster of Horizon Zero Dawn coming, which is like, you released on PC already. That's a remaster. Yeah, I mean, it's not only that. It's like they're remaking some of it. They're Which it's going to no be sense. it's so beautiful. New, the new, treatment, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, they're it's going to be new character models, new lighting, new animations. Like they are like remaking half that fucking game. And they don't need to. I think it's because Last of Us Part 1 type shit. I also I think it's because they're probably going to be they're dropping a TV show, remember? So I think they're trying to get people oh, to play again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And it's like you don't need to like this. They wanted to look as good as this the new one or Forbidden West, which I'm not gonna lie is one of the best looking games. I get it. It is a very visually ridiculous fucking game, but it, the first one still looks good, man. And it's okay for your game to have a little age on it, like. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, when Super Nintendo came out, they're like, we're remaking Super Mario 1 and 2 and 3. I mean, they kind of did with Mario All-Stars. But, like, not really. They didn't redraw the whole game again. I just, uh, yeah, and they're also working on some sort of multiplayer thing. We don't know if it's going to be an add-on or if it's going to be its own multiplayer game. But they want to make... Like Sony said it like a year ago or so, like between now and like 2026 or some shit, they're going to be releasing 10 live service games, which I don't think this would be a live service game. Like Monster Hunter isn't a live service game. That's a multiplayer game. Um, Yeah, I was going to say, this is definitely going to go MMO alley, like 100%. Like, yeah, they want to, they want to do like a Monster Hunter thing where you meet up with your fellow, uh, whatever the fuck horizon zero donners are called and like you go hunt like let's go hunt a thunder jaw let's go hunt a giant dinosaur and i think that actually sounds awesome like getting together to go hunt big dinosaurs because i wanted to like monster hunter but i just could not get into the controls like i was there day one let's go and i just couldn't do it i should go back and try it because they did redo the they did kind of redo the combat i i don't know but um, I would think, hey, man, don't waste all these millions of dollars remaking the first game. Put all of that money into your multiplayer game. 
like you don't need to release re-release the first game but i guess they think they have to do that the same way that last of us like oh last of us has a show coming and they remade the first game then let's do the same thing like you're just gonna waste all your money you are not gonna get the type of attention that the last of us is getting right i don't think so at least i think it's better i mean last of us is cool and all but it's fucking boring it's zombies and fucking walking dead and drama like fuck you this is robot dinosaurs it's awesome but but we'll see i still need to play last of us i'll I'll get around to it but yeah i don't think it needs to happen uh that's a that's the fart to end on agreed but that's what we got to end on and uh yeah i'm gonna nice. see trick-or-treat this week i'm gonna do it i've never Word. seen it in the theater when does halloween come out see where it's streaming or See how much it costs because yeah, yeah, you, you should definitely it. you you can find it. It's a fun movie. Um, uh, when does Halloween come out? Like I the twenty Thursday. It says this it's week? playing. Oh shit! Oh really? It says Did it's I'm... playing um Thursday at Oakwood. Uh, let me see. Okay. Hold on. So it says upcoming it... Halloween ends. Uh, let's see. Because if that's the case, I'll go the see the fourteenth. I guess there's a sneak preview kind of. Okay. Um. Oh wait, yeah, the fourteenth, and then yeah, so it's next Thursday. Maybe that's what I saw. I don't know. But anyways, um, we love you guys. Go watch Trick or Treat. Watch some horror movies. Enjoy. Yeah. Oh your... yeah. Also, the four K Ultra HD version of Evil Dead twenty thirteen came out. So go order that. Mine shows up tomorrow. Oh. Uh. Also. I believe we're in kind of talks to do it, but we're planning on doing a like a Halloween one shot of our D and D campaign. Hopefully, streaming that live at oh, some yeah. point potentially. So, just keep uh, your eyes open for that. We should post something about it. But we're we usually been Aaron and I and our our spouses have been rolling in a campaign with uh, old Joey, and uh, we. Um, yeah, he said something about doing a one shot one night, a Halloween one. So, and uh, it'd be cool to stream it. Yeah. So, yeah. Cullen Crossbones is ready, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Watch us on Twitch. There's a podcast. Go follow me for records because my record collection is cool. Jester954 at Instagram. Jimmy, where they find you? Uh, Wasteland Viking on Twitch. And the E is a three. Fuck and yeah, dude. Take I'm... care of yourselves, everybody. On OnlyFans, we love you, and we will see you later. Bye. Okay.